it's always more fun to play the colonizer, don't you know that, Dan? And I was like, you're so fucking right, aren't you? Why, the government will take care of it, because the government cares about its people. But, they care about somebody. Yeah. <laughs> but Trump says he is the the greatest president ever. Yeah, he's really smart. Smartest people. He's huge brain. Huge, huge brain. Hugest brain there is. He is the most. He's the least racist person ever. Yep. Least racist. That's what he said. He said so. So it's true. Yeah, he has never lied. He's the truthiest president ever. Truthiest. Start things off with the showstopper and talk about our glorious leader. Kim Jong... Uh, I mean... Vladimir, Vladimir Putin. <laughs> See, we keep naming it. It's like... The Illuminati. <laughs> See, we're doing it wrong because it's like when I say at work my boss is a certain person. I'm not going to name the president of the company. I'm going to name the guy directly over me. That's why we don't name Putin or, or Kim Jong-un. It's all about the... All about the shadow conspiracy, the shadow government running everything. Oh, yeah. I learned that in Metal Gear Solid, too. The Patriots? The Patriots. That game's completely non-political. Oh, yeah. No, no game's political crazy. Politics in games? They don't have politics. So, video games. They're a thing. We're back after an unexpected hiatus. Summer colds are fun. They're not great. Head colds are the worst and not to get a little gross but like the worst part about it is when you have fluid in the back of your sinuses that you can't get rid of right like that's you you try to blow your nose and you feel something move well it's like when you sit on toilet and you know there's one more shit left in you and you're like it it, doesn't want to come out why why does it want to stay yeah it's like guys leave i'm not that fun yeah we just want to get you out but yeah, it's like the, that lingering sensation of after you blow your nose and you're like, this isn't, why isn't this working? This should be working. But no, it ha- clings on for dear life to the back of your sinuses and says, we want to stay. Take us with you. The world cries out, help. And I say no. <laughs> and I say no. <laughs> yes, Rorschach is in the back <clears throat> of my sinuses giving me the finger. Of course, on bright side. With climate change, summer ain't nearly as summer as it used to be for us. Yeah, so just be winter. So it's not that bad of a cold time. Well, we've had a pretty good summer. Hmm. Not been bad. Yeah, no, it's actually been fairly mild. We We haven't hit any of the highs we normally hit. We did those back in April. Yeah, we've we've been pretty mild, consistent. Like, it's been the point where... We've had rain several times in August. Have we had uh, wildfires yet? No, um, we've I mean, had there's some. some but there's nothing, yeah, nothing affecting us. It doesn't matter if it doesn't affect us. Mainly, it's Siberia that's the one affecting us because that's what is giving like the hazy skies. Oh, is that where we've got? Our also, making my right allergies now? complete ass because mm-hmm. all that smoke particulate just keeps hanging out in my sinuses. Maybe that's why when I'm blowing my nose, it's not looking right. Yeah, Siberia is a big fire. Okay, yeah. could be worse. <clears throat> Our political system could also be on fire. Hey, oh, brought it back. Wow. But let, we're not here to talk about that. Let's talk about some fun stuff. Let's talk about, like, dumping on teenagers who are just trying to save the environment. That way we could be like boomers. Well, yeah, I've, I've been told millennials are bad, so I have to, like, mock them at it. It reminds me of a... I remember watching a Drew Carey stand-up special at one point 
and they were talking about he was talking about global warming. Yeah, he. The, <laughs> if you didn't know, Dan, the host of The Price Is Right used to be a stand-up comedian. Oh, you mean the owner of the Sounders? Yes. Wait, what about Macklemore <laughs> or Russell Wilson or Sierra? Yeah. Um, he he had a bit about global warming where. He said, I, stand, he, me, I'm standing outside my house with an aerosol can saying, fuck it, I'm cold now, and spraying it into the air. And it's like, that joke might have played a little bit 20 years ago, but nowadays you're just like, that That would be somebody on the conservative circuit making that joke. They wouldn't be. No, this was a long time. This oh. is like an old, old joke. That's why I'm saying is like the context, the time it was told. You're like, ha, 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 yeah, global warming. Ha, ha. Actually, a boomer wouldn't make that joke. They would really be serious. They'd oh, yeah. go outside and spray a can just to say "fuck you" to the millennials. Well, it's like read. the tweet that started off with like boomers taking a shit on Greta. I can never remember last name Thunberg. The she's a. 16-year-old who is pretty much really pushing climate awareness, Mm -hmm. which got a bunch of boomers very upset, because how dare this teenager start telling them what to do? So it started with this fucking right-wing journalist woman from the UK who's like, hey, Greta, guess what? When I fly for a vacation to a beach this uh, wintertime, no regrets. Pretty much like, you know what? Fuck, Fuck this little kid. Because yeah. that's what strong grown-ups do, is they dogpile on teenagers who are trying to improve the planet. A planet that by the time the boomers have fucked it up completely, before it gets to its worst point, they'll all be dead. Yeah. Every boomer needs to die. Yeah. I'm just going to say that. Well, it'll happen. Unless they've made their dark pact with Satan. Um, I'm on <laughs> So's mine. I mean, technically... What was it, the post 10 years after the war? Yeah. Is the baby boomer uh, I generation? Guess my mom was born in 44. My mom was 55, so it's right around, you know, right at that cutoff point. So close to Gen X. Yeah. Oh, yeah, right there. That's, that's the thing that's creepy, though, is seeing, like, where Gen X lies. It's like, there's a lot of people who really just seem like they're boomers. But then again, it's like, our generation got shat on by the economy, by housing prices, by bad employment when we graduated from college, and we're Gen X. It's almost like generations are an arbitrary made up by, by the media. media. It's kind of like millennials, the random cutoff date of 81. Not like the change of a decade. It's like, no, 1981, that'll be the cutoff. We're all just fucking spiraling towards oblivion, so... We're all dusting. Yeah. Shadows and dusting. Shadows and dusting. I can't wait for the... the uh, His Dark Material series. The Rising? That's the about revolution dust. that's coming? I'll just settle for TV shows that look good. Yeah, His Dark Materials. I want to see The Watchmen. HBO thing. I'm hopeful for The Watchmen. That's one of those things where it's like... I want to be hopeful, but also afraid. Well, at least it's not a movie. And Zack Snyder's not taking <coughs> it. So that's yeah, it's already 100% Two good better. things. <laughs> 100% better. And Regina King's in it. It's like a million dollars. Yep. It's just like with his dark materials. At least it's not a movie. Yeah. My only problem with that, with, with the, his dark materials, is that uh, I don't I don't really like the Hamilton guy at Lee Scorsby. Oh, Lin-Manuel Miranda. Yeah. Not that I don't like Lin-Manuel he is, Miranda. He's not who I pictured at yeah. all. 
Like, I pictured more of, like, a Sam Elliott type yeah, of person. If they just brought back <laughs> you mean Sam the guy who played it? Yeah, in the, if there was the only one guy they would bring back from the movie, like, if they brought back Sam Elliott, that would be fine. Because he's literally the only guy that really looked like the part. I mean, actually, also, James McAvoy was kind of meh, but, like, the last the last trailer, he looked pretty. So, I was, I was not convinced about James McAvoy, but he's a good act, so... Give him a chance. So he'll be good. He's just not who I picture as Lord Osriel because he's supposed to be pretty physically imposing. Mm-hmm. Actually, Daniel Craig was kind of a good cast for that. He's a good cast, but that guy doesn't give a shit about anything. Yeah, that's so the it's problem. Like... <laughs> it's like he's... How many how many movies now has he been done with Bond? I mean, are we certain he's a good actor? Or is it just something that we just think... He, I mean, he looks like a movie star. Right? He's, he's a good model. He's handsome. He's tall. He's got. So he's, he's he's uh, very well fit. He's, and he stands like a movie actor. He looks intense. Yeah. I think he's cosplaying as an actor, he's and like, no one caught on yet. He's, he's like Brad Pitt and Tom Cruise without any talent. I won't say any talent, but without the same amount of talent, because Brad Pitt is also a pretty boy. But I mean, in the right stuff, he can definitely act, or at least, or at least give it. Or at least give a shit. Yeah. And then Tom Cruise can definitely act. I mean, he doesn't always pick projects that highlight that, and sometimes he just reverts to Tom Cruise cool guy, but I mean... And his real-world personality needs, like... Oh, yeah. Well, he overacts. But he's definitely... I mean, Vanilla Sky was good. I've never actually watched that movie. Magnolia is good. And he's good in it. There's no need for a Top Gun sequel. I'm just going to say that. Yeah. I'll also, here's the thing. It's supposed to take place this year, or, you know, whatever year it's released. It's taking place in the modern, you know, present. Yes. The original Top Gun took place in the present of back then. He would have been forced to be retired by now. They don't allow you to be in a non, like, you know, top but level. he's the last guy to, 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 to down enemy planes in combat. You gotta have, you gotta bring them back. <laughs> Because the, the commies are coming back He again. would be forced into retirement like four years ago. Look, there's no realism in the top cuts. Yeah, I'm not, I, I mean, I go for it to watch the actual planes <laughs> fly around, which they look pretty cool when they I fly. I mean, the, the only thing that's a disappointment to me in the trailer, like, it's going to be an average movie. Uh, if it's better than the random sequel to Independence Day, I'll be happy because that was bad. I still watch that. That's bad. I did not see it because I knew it yeah, would be bad. That's bad. I saw it in a theater. Granted, I saw it in a theater in the Philippines, so it was cheap. Yeah. Um, and is air conditioned? It was so air conditioned. <laughs> it was. I wish I brought a blanket because I was wearing shorts because it's in the tropics and it's fucking hot. But like, you know, what? I will say this about Daniel Craig: I think he was probably a more entertaining and better actor before he landed the James Bond role. Yeah, because he was in Ronin, wasn't he? No, no, he was in Ronin. No, he was in uh, he was in Road to Perdition. Oh yeah, he was he was the uh, son in the, uh, Paul Newman's son. Yeah. Yeah, so he can act. He can act. He, but yeah. he definitely hasn't done it for a long. No, like like I said, he landed. I look. I'm looking at his IMDb, landed, and I'm looking like bonded the bond roll, yeah. and then you look at everything after that, and you're like, other than yeah. So he had Casino Royale, and then The Invasion, which I heard was a terrible movie. With, that really was the Nicole Kidman Alien Invasion movie. Sure, The Golden Compass. So the other mo- movies I have no idea about. Uh, another bo- another Bond movie. Uh, movie called Defiance. Did you? I, that's a, oh, he's okay. Is that. he okay in that? Okay. It's a. It's about like um, oh, yeah, the, he plays a Jewish guy who's like a resistance fighter, and like 
him and like a bunch of uh, Jewish people um, fight back against the Nazis. Okay. He's pretty okay. Though. Okay. I've seen it once or twice. So is this taking place like back in World War II Nazis or modern day Nazis? <laughs> but then we go. Because <laughs> I mean. Then we move on yeah. to Cowboys and Aliens. I heard that's bad. Uh, there's a movie called. <laughs> I think this is a horror Going out film. On a limb there. <laughs> horror film called Dream House. Yeah, it looks like a horror movie. Uh, he was in The Adventures of Tintin. He did a voice. Uh, he was in the the American <laughs> version of The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. Oh, he was okay in that. He was Mikhail Blum. Yeah, he was okay in that. I liked, I liked that uh, that remake. I didn't watch the other remakes. That but they just did recently, right? Like, I forget. The Girl from the Crown is in that one. But honestly, honestly, like I only like the first two Girl with the Dragon Tattoo original movies I like because... Um, I believe the last two, the second and third one, are like almost made for TV movies, like the budget wise. Mm-hmm. And wherever it's Scandinavia, Sweden, wherever, Sweden. Norway, yeah. Scandinavian. Um, I believe that was a made for TV movie, so you can definitely tell. Mm-hmm. Like, they have the same cameras, so it kind of looks it, but like you can tell, like, there's like a lot of budget cuts just in the way that, like. <clears throat> That's what happened both the originals and the, uh, the remakes. Like, they both had enough money. For the first two movies, and then pretty much they ran out of money. Yeah, it's funny because the the originals on both ends, the remake, I mean uh, the the first one for both the original and the remake. I mean, were largely successful, so I don't know where all that went. Yeah, I mean, we'll make like a million other kind of movies, but but then again, like after I saw the first movie, even in the original, like I didn't really need to see any more. Like I'm okay, like it was good, but I actually like I like that David Fincher one because. it's well. It's more Americanized storytelling, so I can follow it better. Yeah, like, it's it, you know, it's it's a different kind of style when it's like Scandinavian, whatever it's supposed to be. So it's it's or Danish. I think it's Danish, but uh, but yeah, it's definitely like a lot of like lulls in the original, and it's just like mm. I do like the um, the you know, actress. Oh yeah, in the. Namira Pate. Yeah, the, one of the Mira Maras did okay in the Rooney Mara. She was. The she one did okay in the, like, but she wasn't as not not quite as good. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and then I think even in the original, the Daniel Craig character is supposed to be um, more of a schlub. So like that guy definitely looked more of an average dude, yeah. and Daniel Craig doesn't look like an average dude. Uh, if if like Daniel Craig showed up like at my work, just wearing like t shirt and jeans, like. Oh yeah, we have a new uh, scientist joining a lab. If he showed up, it's like no, no. Yeah, he like, does not look like a normal dude. Like whenever they do those, uh, like you know, oh, this is the ugly kid in school, and then she became like um, wanted by everybody because she had a makeover. It's like, nah, she was she was kind of hot before, pretty before, <laughs> and now they know, put makeup on her and combed her hair. Yeah, um, not can't hardly wait. What is the are you thinking of the uh, cruel intentions? Yeah, she's all. Oh. Thinking Rachel e. Cook. Yeah, it's like uh, you guys are. <laughs> this is un- this is not believable. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, yeah, Daniel Craig. I heard that Logan Lucky movie was good. He's in there. Why are we talking about Daniel Craig? I, I forget what we got. On oh, the his dark material. Yeah, his dark materials. So we were talking about uh, James McAvoy as Professor X. Yes, exactly. In his dark materials. Oh. Heck, I, we got we get uh, what's his name from The Wire as. Uh, the head of the school. Yeah. Uh, uh, Freeman? Freeman. Yeah, Lester Freeman. Morgan Freeman? Yes. Jesus, or God, I should say, is going to be in this movie. In more ways than one. <laughs> am I right? <laughs> uh, this movie's about religion. <clears throat> uh, 
That's funny. It's funny to me. And it's good that it's HBO can tell that they're probably not going to know. Tone it down. To tone that no. As... You know the other great thing about HBO? I think it's HBO, where the creators of um, Game of Thrones were going to do that Confederacy oh, show, that, and God. it's completely gone, no chance at all, now yeah. that those two are tied up with Netflix. Yeah. That's like everyone's best takeaway with them getting the, the Netflix deal was, this means Confederacy is truly dead. Yeah. As it should have been. As we, as we all <clears throat> hope, the Confederacy should be truly dead. But there are those who seem to think it's a thing that'll come back. Hey, this flag is a sign of my pride as as a racist. No, as a, a southern boy. It's, it's I'm a rebel. See, that's racist. why I love this country. You're also racist. Uh, they were racist who hated this country. Uh, what are you saying about me? You're racist. Who hates this country? Okay. Just the good old boys. So, Kevin, did you play anything in these last few weeks while we've been convalescing, <coughs> contemplating our existence in this spinning ball? So, I got my new Valve Index base stations. Okay. The lighthouses. Uh-huh. The watchtower. The boxes that vibrate when you turn them on. And you know what is really cool about them? They They set up all nice. They look all pretty. They look a little more classy than the original ones. Remember the original ones? It said, like, set them on a shelf or wall mount them or do something with them. And angle them down so they're, like, I think it's a 20 degree downward looking down on the room. And if you had them on shelves, which I did, I have corner shelves. You have to put some shit under it, wedged under them, to get them tilted down. These ones come with little pedestals they're on that you can fully tilt around. Really nice. Premium product, premium price. Really fucking expensive. So, got this set up. Time for some VR. So, I had a weird thing where it kept not recognizing that my controllers were there. <sighs> Time for VR. That was weird. So I re, you know, repaired my controllers with everything. Maybe it lost it or something. I don't know. What a pair with them. Guess what I learned? When they say the new headset works with the old base stations and the new ones. They mean just. And the new controllers work with pretty much everything. They lied. Do you know what the old controllers don't do that they never mention? They don't work with the new base stations. No, they don't. Oh, well, that seems wrong. They should have said that somewhere. They didn't. Because I would have bought... Old base stations. Yeah, yeah. Which are overpriced also. Yeah, yeah. They're ten, only $10 less than the new ones. Yeah. But I would have bought an old one. Yeah. But no, I bought the new ones. Uh-huh. And I'm not going to show out $140 for an old one right now. Yeah. So now I have the new controllers. Uh-huh. I'm on the reservation list. Okay. A lot of people are saying probably around September is when they might start really going on sale. Then it's time for VR. Then it's time to order them and wait an additional week for them to show up. Because you can't pay for expedited shipping. It takes a whole week to show up. No VR, Kevin. So it's not time for VR yet? Uh, it's could... almost time for VR. It'll, it'll, it's getting close what to time is it? time for VR. It's about quarter till VR. It's one minute to midnight. Set the doomsday clock. That sounds great. Yeah. I'm sorry. And it's so dumb. The the controllers, you can't order those. The headset is now at a point where it sounds like um, you could possibly just directly order the headset even. Uh But the controllers... No. No. No dice. No dice. Controllers are hard to make. 
I just really want to play some I'm, VR. Yeah, I bet you sound like it. That's a bummer. I, I, I haven't played VR for like two years. Yeah. I haven't played it since like the summer after I got the vibe. Because yeah. moving yeah. and all that stuff kind of life, shuffled that away. Life getting away, yeah. So I guess, what, it's been like three years. Mm-hmm. Didn't that come out like three years ago? Yeah, it's been about that. So it's been three years. I was so excited because, you know, I got a nice little dose of VR when I played, like, mm-hmm. Astrobot mm-hmm. and played uh, Moss on the PSVR. Yeah. But I wanted that room scale shit where you could walk around and you could punch things. And break your TV or potentially knock over. And, and I don't have a ceiling. Kick a dog. Yeah. I don't have a ceiling <laughs> fan now in that room. Remember, my old oh, studio, yeah, I had a ceiling fan. I cannot tell you how many times I punched that thing in VR. Now I don't have that. Uh-huh. But I can't. I'm sorry to hear that. I don't have controllers. So what did you play, Kevin, during this time off? Have you played anything other than the game of life that we all play every day? I'm in the final dungeon of CrossCode. You, you, that's, that's a myth. This game never ends. You're lying. So the final dungeon is a slog. Like, it just... Oh, it's fucking... Like, like classic RPG-style slog. As I was streaming it, I kept going, and now we're going to change from, like, showing my display, showing my screen, to just a camera of me, because I'm going alt-tap, go to YouTube, look up the answer to this puzzle, because I, I am done. I want out. You've the, reached the point of, I just want to finish it, as opposed to, I am enjoying this and am looking forward to finishing it. This game, it it should be a great game, but holy shit, they just had it go on too long. Yeah. It's like Kingdoms of Amalur Reckoning, which is a very good game for 20 hours. But it is like, if you go through the side quests and stuff, you'll play for about 40 hours before you go, I just want to kill this game. I really just want to see the end. I just want to be done. And you realize there's still another 25 hours of mainline game. So CrossCode, it's real good if you... If you know when to quit. Since I'm streaming the whole game, I don't quit. Hi, it's Kevin here with your Let's Players CrossCode. I want I this want to, to end. Let me die. I, just I looked up a, the next me. puzzle I'm going to encounter in the game. I looked it up because I was like, maybe if I just memorize it ahead of time, the next time I play, I could just blast through it in a hurry. The next one is going to have me cutting back and forth during the puzzle, pausing in the middle of it, because it's this crazy thing of, shoot this one thing, and it'll slow down your bullet, and your bullet will ricochet to this other thing. Now you have to pull this one thing, and then your bullet can go past it, but then you have to shoot it with another thing. It's like 50 steps that go on in a span of about maybe 12 seconds. It's not an optional puzzle. It's required to get to the end of the game. That's not a good design. So, I also played more Anodyne 2, which officially came out. On the 12th of August, it was released, yeah. Congratulations Uh, to Analgesic Productions, right? That is the name of the company. Analgesic Productions. Sean and Marina. I have learned that now. Thank you to... Marina Katata and uh, Sean Hontani. Really good game. Yeah. It's it definitely does a lot of things really smart, and it has a lot of, like heart to it. I mean, that's all of their games always have like a lot of good like you know personal growth stuff. Um, very good with identity positivity, yeah. and this game definitely shows it. So if you like Zelda and you like puzzle solving, and you have a fondness for. 
PS1 slash Saturn era graphics. And when I say if you like Zelda and puzzle solving, and it, if you like that, play CrossCode. If you want a game that doesn't feel like a slog while doing that, play Anodyne 2. Play Anodyne 2. Electric Boogle. Be turned to dust. Yeah. And then I played Chesses. Okay. Chesses. Chesses. Plural of chess. So, do you know who Pippin Barr is? The name sounds familiar. I believe I've seen... You probably have seen his tweets retweeted Mm -hmm. because he has the weirdest game ideas. He's almost like the Maladoo Twitter account, Mm -hmm. but real. Mm -hmm. And he's not trying to sound like Maladoo. He is his own unique, wonderful, crazy person. So, he made a free game on um, that you could play on a web browser called Chesses. It's a lot like chess... But with new rule variations. Is it spelled chess is or is it spelled chess? Like plural chess. C-H-E-S-S-E-S. Chesses. I don't think anyone ever thought to pluralize chess before, so they didn't think through like... Is it on itch.io? Was this where it was distributed or where it, is it? Probably. But it is, what if you took all of the rules for chess, kept most of them, but maybe had like one mode is called clone. Every time you move your piece... Your piece goes to its new place, but left behind is that same piece. So you keep cloning your pieces, which makes it very difficult for some pieces to move around. And then there's another mode called, um, I think it's random, where every time you move, every piece on the board gets shuffled to a random different type of piece. And then the best one, Chestress. So, you know, normally a chess game will have it like, um, white is on bottom, black is on top, or vice versa. This one goes side. So, like, white is on the left side, black is on the right side. When you move a piece on Chestress, it will fall down to the bottom row of the screen, like a Tetris piece moving. And so if you move a knight, you know, you go forward two, up one, if there's nothing below it, it's going to fall all the way to the bottom of the screen. It puts a whole new spin on what type of things you can do and how to create, like, a, a stalemate. Like, it is such a different, cool idea. There's no AI on it, though, so pretty much you have to have two people playing or you're playing against yourself, in which case you usually know what the other person's thinking. I can't find this game anywhere on the internet. I've tried Chess's PC game. Google is failing me. Let's see. Uh, GitHub.io. Oh, Pippin Bar, that'd be P-I-P-P-I-N-B-A-R-R dot github dot I-O slash chesses. Oh, you can play it in your browser. Yep. And it is a very unique, if you like chess and you like weirdness, it has you covered. Especially Chestress, that one. Or I guess they call it Gravity. Hattress. I want somebody to bring back the gritty reboot of Hattress that we've all wanted all along. Give me more hats. Gritty reboot of Tetris with permadeath. Uninstalls the game, you die. That is what you should have. Oh, you mean when the, when the lines go to the top screen? No, we die. If you die in Tetris, you die in the real world. <laughs> and then beyond that, I've been playing a game called Break the Game. So... Back on, um, this was like about four years ago on Steam, there's a guy who made a a little free game called Escape the Game. And it's all about, there's a character in a game, it's a very simple, like, platformer with a little shooting mechanic to it. 
And this character starts addressing you, the player, asking you, the player, to help it escape from this game. Like, get out to the real world. Mm-hmm. And eventually the game ends in kind of a weird cliffhanger of everything getting corrupted and weird. The guy who made this game eventually, as in, like, I think it is a week and a half ago, released the sequel, Break the Game. Where it's a bunch of characters inside of a computer game who want to escape. And to escape the game, they're asking you, the player, to help them corrupt the game and break it so it's so glitchy they could find a way to escape through the Matrix. It's a very weird game with some indie-ass humor to it. Like, it is straight up, like, the type of humor you'd get from, like, the weirder stuff Toby Fox would do. And it's very meta. At one point, the game, like, after I broke the visual... So you have break uh, three engines for it. The visual engine, the graphics engine, the sound engine, and the physics engine. When I broke the uh, graphics engine, the game crashed. Like, to my desktop. Then when I reloaded it, it is a whole new game that loaded up. It's that level of weird meta stuff. It's kind of a cool game if you like weird. If you like weird. If you like weird. Isn't that weird? I like weird. Good. Oh, man, we're so old. Oh, I I learned something. So, I learned just random bit of trivia. They recently released Grandia, the yes. Grandia package for Steam. Are you talking about the localization? Where they, the German? So, if you don't hit an enemy, what does it say in English? Miss, right? Okay. So, they translated that for the German one, Fraulein. <laughs> it's not miss like you missed them. It's a miss like a young woman. Yeah. Every time you don't hit Fraulein. Context is everything. <laughs> yeah, it literally says Fraulein. Whatever you missed me. It's so... How did that up. get through QA? That's what I'm never, wondering. I hope they never passed it up. Well, it's like, how many German speakers yeah. do you know, right? Like, in your everyday life? Yeah, uh, I know like, a few. Uh, we'll just do Google Translate. <laughs> All right. Cut, paste, done. Fraulein. Hmm, that's a weird way of... Or actually, you'd probably be like... For Halloween? That's a weird way of saying miss. Oh well, put it in. Yeah, it was. I saw that tweet and I was like, wow. <laughs> Which is too bad, too, because that seems. As knowing someone at this very table who is a very big fan of the Grandia series, I'm talking about you, Dan. It doesn't change the game. No, I was just. It the, could be worse. Yeah. Of all the things that they could mistranslate, they could mistranslate something very bad. I was like, and have like a racial epithet or something. No, my point was uh, that I saw I was reading uh, Jason Schreier's impressions of the game, um, and he mentioned the fact that like, it's slow. What it really needs is it needs a fast forward kind of button, which a lot of the Square remakes have done in their when they've done their re releases on PC and other platforms. For all the ways Square have that in the Secret of Mana. Collection? No, I no. Don't think so. The Final Fantasy ones, they're very... Yeah, like, Final Fantasy 7 and 9 in particular, they added, like, fast-forward, they added where you could skip random fights, you could just instantly deal, like, just game-breaking damage, so you could just play the game without pretty much story mode. I'm a fan of the guy, but I don't like his write-up, because obviously I'm biased, but also, like, he says that there's too many random battles, but there's no random battles in that game. 
well, at least in two. I forgot, I've already forgotten one, but you can see the enemies on the board and you can, like, skip over them. Like, there's no random battles. You know what I remember? I think he even responded to a commenter that's, that pointed that out, and he's like, well, I consider those random battles. But it's like, I mean, I don't know. Like, it's a game mechanic that uh, has a definition. I, 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 you know what battle I remember the most from Grandia 1? If you played the PS1 version on a PS2, I remember that battle. The game would crash after about 30 seconds. I think I only played that on... It was a Saturn Gamers, right? Or was it always a PlayStation? I think it was both. Yeah. I think I played it on Saturn. I remember playing number two on the Dreamcast. Yeah. I remember I remember Horace staying up with me to play... To do um, do that game. And then I went to, then I went to um, class afterwards when I beat it. And I think I had your soundtrack of it for a while or something. Like, you let me borrow it, and I kept it for, like, years. Oh, yeah, because when I bought the game, it came with the soundtrack. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you were just like, I don't really care. <laughs> it's like, fun. most video game soundtrack, it's like... It's cool when you're in the video game, but then, like, yeah, you don't really need it. Especially nowadays. Yeah. Just YouTube it, which I was listening to the soundtrack this week. Was that all you played this week, Kevin? We were still talking about... So, I played Marvel Puzzle Quest. Actually, I want to say something about Marvel Puzzle Quest. Uh That update they did is shit. They did an update like a week ago where the visuals look like Uncanny Valley. So, the thing about the visuals is it reminds me of TVs where you have the smoothing turned on. Yeah. It it moves faster. I will say that, but it just looks. It's it's jarring ugh. because we played some. We both have played so many hours. Of also, that so here's something I never realized. Mm-hmm. I've been playing that game a long time. Yeah, they've always had a back button in the upper left corner of the screen to like if you click on a you know one of your characters yeah. to look at their stats. If you want to exit it. out, yeah. you hit the upper left corner, which is a shitty place because if you're holding a phone in one hand. It's not for people with my tiny hands. It is literally impossible to reach that unless you do the double tap on your also, home button. To also, I don't know about iPhone stuff. Yeah. I know Android, though. The back button's always right here. The bottom right corner. Not the upper left, the bottom right. This new update. So, in most things on Android, see how I have the virtual buttons at the bottom for yeah. home, uh-huh. uh, switch app, and back. That exists on most things. Certain games will remove that to try and give, like, a, a deeper experience. Yeah, extra or, like, too. YouTube will get rid of those. And in order to bring them back, you have to swipe from the bottom edge of the screen, swipe upward to get them to appear. Yeah. They got rid of those in Marvel Puzzle Quest, so now every time to exit from a character, either I have to swipe up, then hit that that button, or I have to go all the way to the upper left corner. There is no reason for that. Yeah. That game has been along for seven fucking years. Yeah. I'm not a fan Developers of that. Developers gotta get, gotta get paid, Kevin. They gotta do something. I will say at least, though, they finally added a juggernaut who is not one star, because that's like an oversight. Yeah, well, he's the juggernaut. The unstoppable juggernaut was a one star character. I mean, to be fair, he could really mess people up when you found higher level versions of him with a bunch of hit points. But you can never mess people up with no. him, because... He's level 40 max. Yeah, exactly. Only had two cover types. Yep. Only two powers. And they were both cheap. And one of them hurt himself. Yeah. Anyway. Dan! Mm. What's going on in action figure land? Huh? I have a lot of action figures. Uh-huh. Um, I've been getting a bunch of... There's been a big release, especially like August August 1st, a bunch of Marvel stuff got released. So, uh, I 
now have um, a lot of big boys. Beefy, beefy, big boys. I have a, I have a Juggernaut, which came in a Juggernaut two pack with Colossus. Even though Colossus is a big guy, also he's somewhere over there at the desk. But uh, Juggernaut is the biggest of boys. He's, um, he's thick. He's so big. And he barely moves. I mean, his arms rotate and everything, but he can't really bend his elbows and knees too much. I would normally be like... Well, when you get that big, like, man, your yeah. joints start getting bad on Swollen you. And yeah, yeah. I would normally be a little bit, like, disappointed, but he's so big and massive, and he looks exactly like Juggernaut, especially with his regular helmet. Um, he it, should get some good ortho, 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 orthotics. Orthotics. Uh, yeah, orthotics yeah. for his shoes, you yeah. know, like, mm-hmm. might help his knees at least. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, he just looks fantastic. And the Colossus is great. Uh, and then, I don't know when we last... I don't think you have gotten him I got, I got Hulk, which is kind of like the jewel of my collection, I feel like, because he's just so nicely painted. He just looks so hot. I like his hair a lot. That's cool. I like yeah. the green. He's a thing. And he actually moves and he has around. the purple pants. He yeah. moves around Everyone quite a bit. loves his purple pants. You know, his arms with butterfly joints. But, uh, but like, you can see how big Juggernaut is. He's even thicker than this big boy. Which is kind of crazy. You know, um, about it. I, uh, um, <laughs> Hulk came with uh, um, first appearance Wolverine, so his, his outfit is all weird. Also, his eyes are weird. Who's he looking at, Kevin? He's looking wherever he wants. My under my underpaid uh, painter for on the factory line did not do a good job. No. Fortunately, uh, Marvel Legends runs into this uh, this uh, problem. You know, they're cheap figures, they're twenty dollars figures, and uh, sometimes their eyes will look. They're mass market, yeah. Like yeah. It's gonna, you're going to get that variant. This is probably this. the worst one. Yeah, my Rogue and Jubilee are kind of a little bit. <laughs> What they call eye drift in the biz, <laughs> uh, but uh, Wolverine is definitely the most drifty. Um, but I like the gradient. I didn't notice the the gradients on his like green. Yeah, mine isn't color. as bad as I've seen some pictures online where his uh, his uh, boobies are kind of almost yellow. Hulk, <laughs> Hulk's yellow boobies. They do a little like a shading kind of thing, but yeah. it's like almost yellow. Um, I also got uh, their 80th anniversary retro uh, Iron Man and Thor. I really like this Iron Man figure because he's very just kind of simple yeah. and stuff, and Thor looks, looks awesome. Did you fix Iron Man, his weird yeah, stuff? Yeah, I fixed his okay. His feet came backwards. Well, the, oh, that's his feet, gotta hurt. His feet. So this thing rotates, the, his uh, basically his shin, the lower leg thing, and it was kind of backwards where like the, the lines on whatever that's supposed to be didn't really match up. So you have to do kind of like some voodoo to like switch it around. Apparently, um, supposedly his upper arms are also switched out yeah. of the factory for some reason, but um, I don't really notice that it's different, but I've seen some sites and stuff talk about it. Um, and then I got my first of my retro X-Men wave. I got the Storm, which looks looks awesome. Her face is, is really great. Um, Dazzer, which kind of cool. She's got a little bit of eye drift. Uh, <laughs> Silver Samurai, which he looks awesome, except he can't really move around too much because he has so much armor. So his head doesn't really go up or down. And then he kind of just... Is it is the armor hard plastic as yeah. opposed to like softer? Uh, some parts are soft, but okay. it's just, there's just so much armor. But he looks like Silver Samurai. But probably my most disappointing figure, probably, I would venture maybe the most disappointing figure of my entire collection is Iceman. And I kind of knew that he would be kind of disappointing. 
Because he just looks like Silver Surfer. So I he was looking over there. I was getting ready for you to say my most disappointing is Silver Surfer. Because oh, yeah. that's what I thought I was looking at. What sucks, he comes with one accessory, which is like a weird ice light thing, right? So it's really small, and he has a hard time standing on it, even with the peg. But this is the color that the ice should be. It's like a bluish yeah, white. it's a different color than him. But He's he silver. And like so, and that belt looks. He honestly looks like they took a generic ass figure that had like that didn't have any branding on it, and just put that X Men belt on him. And yeah, I kind ready of ready to go. I kind of was like, maybe this could be like a customizable figure. Also, no, no waste. What? That's a waste. a waste. That's a waste. His arms are actually really good, but what sucks is that he has only closed fist, which is normally okay for most figures to have but a he's closed fist. Iceman, exactly. <laughs> he's Iceman, and Iceman always shoots it with his hands open. open. Even his box, which I already threw away, but his his little retro packaging box. Oh, all the retro retro um, stuff came in like cool uh, packaging, like where it's just like the classic blister pack. Yeah, it's not a box. It's like just a cardboard backing, and then and then the plastic thing. But yeah, even on the box it has the drawing of him and of course he's open hands. And you look at that fake version of him and you're like, that looks cool. And then you look at that and you're like, that looks like nothing. So I can't even pose him with anything because it's like, I mean you know, I could like like maybe do a computer effect or figure out some other effect or somebody could make an effect Wish, that I could yeah, buy yeah. that could have like him throwing ice or something. But he's just got closed fists and he doesn't shoot ice with his closed fists. Maybe he's going to punch someone. I mean yeah, that's the only thing you can do. You can make him punch somebody and then you're just like, it's just it's- He's silver o- Surfer. He's almost dabbing. It's bad Silver Surfer. Yeah. Just have him dab. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. It's bad Silver Surfer because there is a Silver Surfer. Uh, 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 oh That's the pose he deserves. Poor Bobby Drake. Just, I'm, I'm sorry, Bobby. Yeah, he I mean, I kind of knew he was going to be disappointing, but like in hand, he's even more. Even with my lowered expectations, I knew he was going to be like the shitty one of the bunch. Um, but oh well. That's the pose he deserves. Just dab. Looks like he's about to drop a deuce. <laughs> oh, well. I don't even know if I'd pose him with my other X-Men, really, because he just doesn't look like what he's supposed to look like. Are there he could hang out with that Wolverine. Has anyone other company made a decent Iceman figure? Uh, from what I know, probably, like, years ago, when okay. the Marvel when Marvel Legends was in Hasbro, when it was Toy Biz. Toy Biz. You should just... Have... Those, those, those figures are up and down. Like, yeah. some of them are... The, the cool thing with the Toy Biz stuff is that they actually usually came with a lot more accessories. Mm-hmm. But, like, their actual sculpts... Like, when Marvel Legends is good, it's good. Yeah. But, like, Toy Biz, for whatever reason, when they're... When they're... When they're even when they're good, it yeah. kind of looks crazy. Well, Like, yeah. the rogue of, of Toy Biz, she kind of looks like a lady of the night. They put way too much makeup on her, and her eyes are, like, bulging open. Like, it doesn't even make any sense. Yeah, I mean, that the, the Foosh guys that we watch on YouTube, like, the... When he pulls out his Toy Biz figures, you can look at some and you're like, yeah, that's not bad. There's some, some of them, of them yeah. he pulls out and you're just like, Whoa. There's some of them are pretty, still pretty good, and then you're like, oh, I understand why that's a, kind of a still good figure. Because yeah. they usually will have, like, some, at least some features that are pretty good. But they usually look kind of bad overall. But. I know how you could pose him with your other figures. Dabbing like that, have that Wolverine do something equally dumb looking, and all the other X Men are turned away point, from them. Point, like, what the fuck? Point in um, 
I also have uh, that Nightcrawler, which is a fantastic figure. So good. It's actually kind of funny because he, I mean, if you look at him, he looks kind of basic, but the the way to maneuver stuff, he's just really good. That's and a good pose. A, and he has a great he has a great head. He's got a great head. <laughs> he's got a great head on his shoulders. Uh, the only other things that I got was uh, there's a Japanese uh, Darth Vader, a Mafex Darth Vader that I got directly from Japan. He turns into a scorpion if you kill Japan. him. My uh, my one of my coworkers went to Japan. Japan. And then uh, I asked him to buy a figure for me, and I gave him a list of possible ones. I told him just get me one. I don't want to owe him like. Hundreds of dollars, yeah. <laughs> um, so this was like a fifty-five dollar Darth Vader, and he's pretty cool. It's a good-looking Vader. Yeah, he's got a lot of cool details and stuff. Um, but like with a lot of Japanese figures, there's a couple things that like kind of is weird. Um, his left left forearm wants to come off all the time. Japanese figures, kind of weird. Yeah, because he comes with I I don't have I mean it's in a box, but he comes with a set of arms that are that are. Posed Cross, together, yeah. and they're like they're like this, right? So it's uh, his his arms are crossed, so he can look like Vader arms crossed. Um, but you have to take off like the lower part of his arms and kind of put them there. So I took off one one of them, and then I and then I put it back on, and it wouldn't really it, it's very like loose now. Oh, so I don't want to take off the mm-hmm. other arm, and uh-huh. I'm like I'm not even going to pose him with the arms crossed anyway. It's just it was just a piece I just wanted to try it out. Yeah. And then the other one is like a. Japanese figure arts uh, uh, Luke Skywalker, which is cool. He doesn't. Uh, his upper body and his arms pose well. His legs don't really do much. Because, oh, okay. like a lot of figures, they can put their leg all the way out. <coughs> yeah. So the his pants are low, too low cut, or when low low cut. Ooh, sexy. Where, where where the joint is is not really like a bikini cut. It's like a very like shallow huh, okay. cut. So he can kind of move his leg like about that. Much. Oh, that's a bummer. Yeah. So, you, but I mean, you know, a lot of his poses is just not. Yeah, really, like that like, pose he's in is yeah, pretty good right yeah. there. So. so he can look and, he, and he's like really good yeah. looking Mark Hamill. Um, but yeah, that's the right. toys. Yeah. John got a lot of toys. I got a lot of toys too. Because might as well talk about toys. Sure, toy time. Um, I bought. I got. I ordered a right after com or right around Comic Con. Our buddy Chris sent a link to us about these blind boxes, like loot bag type things that they do. Um, and one of them was a figure arts, like an SH figure arts one. Yeah, the is, Bluefin distributor, which is the North American distributor for uh, Bandai Namco yeah. figure arts figures. And they went, "Hey, give us a hundred bucks. You'll get. You're guaranteed to get a hundred and fifty dollars, I believe, minimum of of stuff, including uh, guaranteed." Uh, figure arts, Super that. Saiyan God, Super Saiyan Goku, um, which you're probably more familiar with than any of us here are, Kevin. He's got the blue hair. Yeah, he's got the blue hair. Okay, because there's two different times he's been yeah. God, because he's been God with pink hair also. Yes, let me, I will grab you the, the Goku, Kevin, just so you can. Because, you know, Goku becomes God every uh, once in a while. As as one is to do. And he hangs out with the God of Destruction, Beerus. So yes, this is like this is DB Super Goku, right? Like this is the. See now you need one with Ultra Instinct. That's even above. They'll come. They'll, that'll come. That's but, when his hair is like silver. But I like that he came with the instant transmission hand. Um, I like that pose for him because that was always one. That's of not what he's doing. He's going smell my fingers. Now that that'd be if he had it like this. See, you know, he'd be <laughs> sniffing them and saying, "Hmm, Chi-Chi. He's holding them out for use. He wouldn't even know. He would know. He, we would know, but yeah, these. I don't think Goku actually has had sex. I think Chi Chi just like in the night, like just did things without him knowing. Because the interesting thing about the Goku is that like his shoulder pads are like kind of floating, 
They like they look almost like pieces of armor. The way they can move off of his shoulder and arms. Um, but I like the figure arts figures. So it came with the Goku. Um, it also came with a SH Figure Arts Bowser from Super Mario Brothers because apparently Figure Arts did, does Mario Brothers figures as well. Um, and the Bowser is a big beefy boy. He's got a very big shell and he looks tremendous. Like they look really good. Nintendo's own Doug Bowser. Kill it, man. No, not Doug Bowser. King Koopa, aka Bowser from the video game Super Mario Brothers. Yeah, Doug Bowser. That's not Doug. Doug Bowser's yeah, Doug CEO Bowser. of Nintendo. They're yeah. two different people. I watched the Nintendo Direct at E3 this year. There were two distinct people on screen. King Koopa's not a real guy. He's real to me, damn it. Doug Bowser is real. Speaking of real to me, damn it. I also got a second, a little package of extra like Mario stuff that included a Koopa Troopa, a Mushroom, and a Goomba. Um, and then... Tell them about your prize. The prize the of my... Prize of the <laughs> yeah, the prize box. of the box. Was an SH Figure Arts Triple H. <laughs> the game? Yeah, they yeah. actually make wrestling figures. So, I don't know where you put that, Dan. You had it last. <laughs> somewhere uh, around dude, here. Dude, I don't fucking know. He's, on, he's somewhere. <laughs> he was here. it on the table. Oh. So, he's somewhere. Okay. He's uh, he's here somewhere. Cause <laughs> I, 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 didn't put, I didn't take. I, I didn't put him on. You were on, the only one who played with him. So, I don't I know didn't where play you with him. You played with him. We opened it up together. Uh-huh. And we looked at it, and yeah. then I was like, cool, okay, bye. <laughs> it's a superposable wrestling figure, is what it is. Are you ready for the game? Um, but after getting the Bowser in the box, I was like, well, I gotta get Mario now. And so they make it, they make figure arts Mario, so I got that. And then I also ordered all four of the um, cartoon versions of the SH Figure Arts Ninja Turtles, because I don't know if I'll ever get the chance to see the... NECA ones that were supposedly, you know, out at Target somewhere in this country, because plenty of people got them. Um, the Figure Arts Turtles are interesting because they are half plastic and half die-cast metal. So I hoping you say in half a turtle flesh. The upper half is is plastic, and yet their legs and feet are die-cast metal, which is the one of the weirdest things I've seen with figures so far. In that this. makes no sense. Yeah, I don't know why they the, the only reason I can think of is that because those turtles are so top-heavy with the shell... Mm, stability. The, the Making the feet metal makes it so that they stand solid on on a table. But I, I most places have gotten around that with... I mean, like, Hulk looks like he's definitely a top-heavy figure, as does the Juggernaut. And they've done a good enough job of balancing those figures to make them stand. So, to be fair, these are older figure arts figures. They're, like, from a few years back. Um... And then, actually, the last thing I got was a... Uh, I got a Trunks from Dragon Ball Z. The looks like the first version of him from his appearance in after the Frieza saga. The, or I should say the bridge between the Frieza and... Uh, Cell, Cell Games. Yeah. Um, so he's got the Z-sword and the cool purple hair and the, the, the jacket. Um, and then I also got a Kid Goku... Because Dan actually pointed him out to me being, like, super pretty cheap. He was on sale at uh, one of the toy stores. Um, he's really cool because... He, he was only, like, $40. Yeah, he was really good. Um, I mean, it's, it's a, you know, it's the Kid Goku from Dragon Ball, but he also comes with Nimbus, which is great. So he can actually stand on Nimbus and, like, pose like he's flying around on it. Um, he also comes with his power pole, which is, you know, 
pretty great because he actually has a um, a satchel that hold, the little thing that goes around his chest that is the holder for it. But you can actually pull out the little peg that's the power pole, and ha- he actually has the full size one, so you can keep the thing on him, but actually have him holding the power pole. It's just little touches like that that I like with their figures. Um, plus, they're extremely poseable, which is nice. And they're detailing on their figures, like the faces and all the costumes on these always look really good. So, so yeah, that was my adventure in figures. I did a blind box of my own. What'd you oh, do, Kevin? Yeah. Mastrop had a blind box. Of? So, it was, you could buy the silver box or the gold box. Silver for 100 gold for 250 And you will get something related to audio, something oh. related to computers... Something related to everyday carry, and something related to outdoors. That's always a weird category, that everyday carry thing. I hate that category, because it's like they call watches everyday carry. And it's like, also knives. That's the, that's knives. the thing that weirds me out about that, is that they... Everyday... Astrop likes to sell knives. They're like, hey, you like knives? We got knives. Knives and lockpicks. Yeah. What kind of knives? Like, the little Fold folding up. knives to, like, weird... That's like, everyday carry. Oh, yeah. So... Carry that every day. You could also pay $10... You could pay $10 extra to curate your box. So, if you... You're going to get stuff from a list of items. And they printed what all you can get. And with, like, the silver box, you'll get two things that are listed as common and two that are uncommon. If you do a gold box, you're going to get uh, five items... I think it's two are common, two are uncommon, and one is rare. rare. And then you had a chance at random, your box might be upgraded. To the ultra rare. Where you could get, if you have like a, a silver box, one thing will be upgraded from uncommon to rare. If you have a gold box, you could have something upgraded either from uncommon to rare, so you get two rares, or you could have something upgrade from uncommon to epic. And so... In terms of stuff, they're saying you're going to get more than the value that you put in. Of course, it's all up to whether you think this stuff is good or not. Exactly. So, I was partially intrigued because the computer category, Mm -hmm. their um, Epic Loot was a 2070 Ti, which that is pretty fucking nice. So, finally got my box. Yes. I got... So my cheapest thing, mm-hmm. I got a keychain. Yeah, <laughs> and it's one of those where it's like you, its two ends can have keychain rings off of it, and you could break it apart. Yeah, and that way you could give it to the like breakaway. Key. Yeah, yeah, one of those breakaway ones that allows you to keep like your car keys or yeah. So when you take a car shop, you just yeah. break it off, give it to yeah. them, or your boat keys, or you know, it's a twenty-five twenty-five dollar keychain. It, $25 it, keychain. It seems to me like it should be worth like a buck fifty. Mm-hmm. I was disappointed because everything else that was common in that category included things like um, little LED uh, flashlights that you put on your keychain. It's like, been, yeah, I could I use could that. that. Yeah, exactly. At first I thought this was a flashlight. I couldn't determine how to turn it on because it's like, this is just a fucking keychain. Yeah. So I also got some in-ear monitors. The fancy word for earbuds. Yes. Which I got some from the last mass drop thing I did. Uh And I have some real good, like, for every day, I have, like, Sony noise-canceling Bluetooth. Yes. Which are really good. And so I use my in-ear monitors that I got before at work on my work computer because 
How much was the Sony one? Is it the, 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 like, the, the, cup, the, the, the couple hundred dollar ones? So the Sony ones I got, I bought them off of MassDrop for like two fifty. The regularly like three eighty on Amazon. Yeah, MassDrop's usually a good place for if you're looking for those yeah. types of things. Those Sony ones are really fucking good. Yeah. Also, they're nice enough to have three different modes of noise canceling. So there's noise canceling, and probably the best noise canceling I've heard from any Bluetooth headphones. It has um, uh, turning off noise canceling. And then it has the mode conversation mode. Yep. Your music gets really quiet and it amplifies external noise. Which also, if you do this, like if you just flat hand to your uh, your hand to your right ear cuff, it will automatically go into conversation mode, which is kind of nice. Yeah, there's, they're I, really good. I've heard between them and the the I mean the bows and them are the two like top end of the the noise canceling. Yeah, this spectrum. was the first one where like CNET said. All right, Bose actually got beat for once. So Sony's pretty good. And the, that replaced my old Sennheisers, which if you want the shittiest build quality, Sennheiser. I have had three of their headphones, the band across the top, mm-hmm. snap. At which point they just kind of sag on your head. Mm-hmm. The ones, And then I had two different pairs where one of the ears would slide down. So you... Like the you could never fit. get them to fit right after that. Yeah. yeah, unless you took like tape and like wrapped tape around them. I mean, what's the fucking point of doing? Like, why are you spending all this money on a pair of headphones? You're better off just buying like cheap twenty dollars pairs of headphones and over and over again. So Bree got the in ear monitors because I didn't need those. Yeah. I got a second thing from the the audio, audio co- components. I got a little portable Bluetooth waterproof speaker. It's one of those where you could, like, throw it into a swimming pool and it floats and all I that. Actually, I use one of those in the bathroom when I'm listening to podcasts getting ready in the morning, so. This thing is nice and small, mm-hmm. but it feels beefy enough, yeah. and the audio is nice and loud, yeah. so it's like, if I'm cooking at the grill, just grab it, turn it on, and that way I could... Yeah, they're great. I Like I said, I like the one I have. It's like, it's, it's about a, the size of, a, like, a square. Yeah, that's about what mine is. It's and nice and compact. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the sound is just booming yeah. on it. And then I got, um, oh, I got a knife. A knife. A $50. That's not a knife. I got a $50 knife. It folds out, makes me feel like a tough man. It's not the standard blade. Fine. Like, it, it's this weird angular one that ends in a very sharp tip. Like, it's very pointy at the very end. So you're waiting for the day you stab yourself in the leg with that? Yeah. All right. And opening it, uh-huh. it's one of those you flick on the back of it, uh-huh. and the blade just swings out. Uh-huh. I'm going to fucking cut my fingers yeah. off. Slice your tip your finger off one time. And, it's like, that pointy bit is so pointy, and it's so close to my hand. Yeah, and then, my big prize. My rare. Your rare, okay. What was the guaranteed rare, Kevin? It was in the computer category. All right. I got a $200 metal mechanical keyboard. Yeah. It glows and shit. Uh-huh. Like, you could program the different lighting functions yeah. on it. It's one of those, like, you know, if you want to be... Crazy ones, yeah. It's like, at the same time, I have my really nice Logitech gaming keyboard that has also a numpad that I like numpads. Oh, this is one of the smaller form factor ones? If you look up CTRL okay. keyboard. Oh, it's the control, yeah. Because I see they're, they're, they advertise that one a lot. Yeah. It's real heavy and metal. Yeah. And it's kind of nice. You could plug in the um, USB connector for it on either side of the back of it. So it's a little better for cable routing. Yeah. 
I mean, in theory, it's probably a really nice keyboard, but it's like, I have a really, really nice one. Yeah. And this is one of those minimalist ones where it's like, you have exactly the main keys, Mm -hmm. no space around it, no macro keys, no, like, special function keys. Something like that might be nice for, unfortunately, it's wired, but if it was a wireless one, that would be something good for, like, if you're sitting on the couch and you need a keyboard for a TV. Except this thing weighs, like, 10 pounds. It's solid metal. It's solid aluminum block. That's, I mean, that's cool. Like and it's just, worth two hundred bucks. That's a couple hundred dollar keyboard. I yeah, yeah. spent two fifty for this thing. Yeah, yeah. I have to say overall, nice how's the action on the keys? I mean, uh, like actually using it as a keyboard. I haven't even used Uh-oh. it because it's like I have a really good keyboard that you like I like your keyboard. Yeah, that I picked out on purpose. Yeah. I like. I mean, I like this Corsair that I got because it's actually a metal base too, um, and it has the quiet MX switches. So I, I'm a fan of like I like the the weight on that thing. Yeah, I really like the action on the keyboard I have, so it's like... Eh, it doesn't hurt to try something it's out. It's all about the a- action boss. Well, you should try it out. You spent $250 you spend money. to you get it. You should try it out. What's <laughs> funny is this... Mass Drop did one of these boxes before, but wasn't quite as curated. It was them cleaning out, like, their... Um, their hey, warehouse. Our warehouse needs to. We got to get rid of some of this. Because every time they do a, a drop, they always buy like about two or three extra in case somebody has a defective one. Because yeah. they can't just reorder it, yeah. and they'd rather not just refund people. The amount of savings they're having off of buying in bulk is good enough where they could afford a few extra. That one had a lot of complaints because there is a lot of clothing. Yeah, like I got a pair of shoes that are. Hundred dollar nice shoes. shoes. They're yeah, really they're nice, nice running shoes. shoes. They don't fit. They're my dad's size. Yeah, my dad yet. has tiny yeah. feet. <laughs> However, what's funny? I actually enjoyed the clothing on that one as some of the best items. Nice. I got my my in ear monitors, which were nice. But that one, like, I got a leather belt. It's a little big for me, mm-hmm. but a big belt you could still make work. Oh, yeah. Real leather, like from British, like a high end British like leather workshop. Yeah. And then ended up with like. Shoes. Or socks, I mean. I'm wearing them right now. $20 socks. $20 a pair. I got three pairs of them. I kind of missed the clothing option. Oh, yeah. We forgot to mention, since we podcasted last, Dan, we both went to a a Renaissance Fair the day after we podcasted last. We did. Did you eat a turkey leg? Dan had a turkey leg. You did good. I had a very large corn dog. It was quite tasty. But I did end up buying a piece of yeah. medieval hardware. a bit, bit of the Renaissance Fair back with him. Uh-huh. I bought a Warhammer. Oh, Warhammer. like 40K? No, like an actual medieval Warhammer. Oh, so like the old school stuff Not where you had like the goblins and it wasn't Warhammer. all in space and That's shit. That's a fantasy Warhammer. There's no orcs, there's no choppas. No, this is a fucking Warhammer that you would kill a knight with by piercing his helmet with the, the pointy end of it. So pretty much if somebody asks you if you play Warhammer, you could be like, no. I live it. I live Warhammer. I live Warhammer. Um, yeah, that was pretty interesting. The The one demonstration we tried to watch was funny because the mic cut out so the guy couldn't actually talk to the entire crowd. They were showing off footmen tactics and he's just, he, he starts yelling and like it just cuts out in the first, what, 10 seconds? They're marching out and he's like, all right, everybody, and then just like, great. Um, You have to love technical issues during like any festivals or fairs. My favorite one was going to a kite festival where climate change might have caused wind 
to have been gone that whole weekend. Yeah. Kites don't do good no. in no, no wind. Yeah. On um, the on the coast, dead. No wind. I had some very good pineapple cider there, though, that was quite Ooh. tasty. Um, yeah, because, I mean, I don't really drink beer, but the, they had that, and I had a couple couple uh, cups of that. It's very tasty. Probably one of my favorite ciders next to the ciders that I had in uh, in uh, the UK, because that was, like, actually the pinnacle of... Uh, well, that's where that cider comes from. It was, uh, like, it's ridiculous how good the cider was there. Like, you know, the stuff we have here, you can always get that alcoholic, like, aftertaste on it. Like, you can always tell that it's, it's you know, it's fermented. But the ones I had in the UK, I was like, these just taste like sparkling apple juice. That's dangerous. I'm going to get drunk. That's really dangerous. That's why you only have one. It's like, no, this could be bad. Um, but yeah, the Renaissance Fair was cool. It was, uh, saw a couple of interesting, there was like a Deadpool who was dressed up in the medieval style. Like he had a Deadpool costume, but it was all like armor and leather plates and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but other than that, Dan, have you been playing any video games these past couple weeks? I've only been playing one game, so we'll let you take us through the... I've been playing quite a few games. Um, That's not true. I've played two games in these past couple weeks. The game of life. Uh, did I mention Space Beast Terror Freight? No. So, oh, maybe. I can't remember. Space Beast Terror Freight is uh, actually a game that came out in 2015, but uh, I bought it. I bought it because uh, uh, one of my friends was playing it, and then uh, that sounds like a name that got Google translated to <laughs> death. <laughs> Space so Beast Terror Fright. It's like a weird, um, it's, you're in space, there are beasts, you are terrified, and it is frightening. Yeah. Um, you're kind of like... Truth in advertising. You're kind of like space marines on a space station, and you have to, like, accomplish several objectives and then get to the end. But um, what sets it apart from, <coughs> and it's kind of like, I guess, a little Left for Dead-ish, but uh, roguelike. So, like, you die, you only have a set amount of lives, and then um, I think default you only have your one life, but you made it a little easier. Um, it's still in early access, so four years later. But um, uh, but what's really what's really difficult about it is, is that uh, you can die extremely... F- oh, Yoda's lightsaber, I've been looking for you. <laughs> How are you, like, right there? I, like, tore this place apart looking for you. Did you find his cane ever? Oh, yeah, yeah okay. he's, he's up there with his cane. Okay. Weird. You probably pick that up and put it next to him now so you don't lose track of it again. Yeah, Yoda will guide me. Okay. Um, the force you, can die, you can die extremely fast, like, within, like, a split second. So if, if the monsters get on you and they... And they, and they, I mean, they can basically grab you and things like that. Huh. Um, also, when you take damage, so you can take damage, um, your HUD and certain systems on your stuff start shutting down until they're repaired. So, like, you might not have the overlay anymore, and you might not have your targeting reticle, or you might just not have your lights on anymore, which, in this game, there's a lot of dark places. That's, uh, Does that uh, add to the terror fright? Oh, yeah. What's also what also is a good design de- de- design decision that I don't I don't think any other game does is um, when a monster is chasing you or running at you doesn't have to be chasing you your character suddenly moves at sprint there's no sprint in the game but you move at at your at sprint and so it seems kind of counterintuitive like that would be a bad gameplay mechanic but what it does is that it actually adds to the fright because 
even if you're not looking at the monster, as long as they're chasing after you, like, you'll start running. And so that's kind of good because you can kind of get away. But what's also scary is that if you're just walking around and then suddenly your character starts moving really fast, you're like, oh no, it's bad times. And it also makes it more clumsy because sometimes you don't, you don't want to run as fast as you can because like you'll miss your turn or like you'll run into the enemy basically. So like somebody will come from behind and suddenly you're running really fast and then, and then like in a split second, maybe you run into other enemies that are, that are there. So it's actually, it's really cool because it adds to it makes it artificially scary like instead of like oh you're just a scary thing like it it triggers you to be like oh now you're now you're terrified because now I'm running really fast and my vision gets you know that weird like elongated oh, the, yeah, oh yeah. tunnel vision yeah the tunnel vision it's like oh shit something's about to happen <laughs> Um, somebody's chasing me. Um, but so yeah, that game's that game's actually pretty pretty cool. It's got very um, uh, low res graphics, so it's kind of like I don't know, Quake Two era maybe. Low poly. Yeah, low poly. <laughs> uh, what's also cool is that when you play multiplayer, you get a a, a feed of your other players' uh, oh. uh, vision, like on the side. That's cool. Yeah. So like so like so you just you'll just uh, well we play on with a voice on Discord, but um, I'm guessing if you have voice in the game, like when you die, your voice goes away. But it's just like you just David. It's like in the next couple rooms over, and then you just hear, oh shit, and then you just see his thing like with a lot of flashes because he's shooting. Oh, yeah, when you shoot a lot, like the flash is so big and the uh-huh. smoke from your gun, it blinds. yeah, it kind of like, blinds you, so you can't just like keep it on auto. Um, and then you just see his, his thing go black. And it's just like, oh, oh no, no, bye David, bye David. And then our other friend Bryce is like, he goes black and it's like, I'm gonna die. Um, so that's a that's a pretty cool game. I'm, I'm actually surprised. I've never honestly never heard of it I until heard Bryce that, yeah. said like, "Hey, we should check out this game." How much was it? Is it like fifteen like, in yeah, that range? In like that, that range? Okay. Yeah. Just wondering. About I would like to play it more, but I've been playing a lot of other stuff. Yeah. I was I was playing a lot of Project Zomboid for a couple of the weeks while we were out. I think I even mentioned it. Uh, uh, kind of haven't played it this week. Um, kind of building. Eh, kind of. I always reach a certain point where I'm like, okay, I'm so comfortable yeah. right now. Like, I have all this stuff. Like, only something really drastic has to happen or me make a big mistake. Um, kind of wish they would... I don't know. I'm you pretty, sure, I'm pretty a, sure I could change a lot of settings in that game. You were hoping for, like, the Bowser disasters in SimCity, like, randomly showing up yeah, for I kind started, of thing. Yeah, I started kind of wishing something bad would happen, but I don't want to force it yeah. and make it artificial. Um... I've been playing a lot of Monster Hunter World. We, I played a bit of that, Steam yeah. Steam says I've played 30 hours in the last two weeks. Um, so That game's still good. Yeah, that game's still good. Um, uh, there's a lot of random like uh, sets and stuff that they've added. There's some stuff that you can't even get anymore, which is kind of crazy. Um, that's only for a limited time. And it's like, it's like finding information about that. It's because, <laughs> because the PC and the PS4 and Xbox stuff are on different schedules. It's really hard to find a concrete, like, is, is this, this going armor? on? Yeah, is this is armor this... still available? And apparently the seasons are going crazy. Because it was summer when we played two weeks ago when uh-huh. we started playing. And then it turned, um, last week it turned into Harvest, okay, which is the, yeah, yeah. the Halloween thing. Yeah. And Rick told me yesterday, he, he logged in and he's like, apparently it's Christmas. Okay. So, I don't know what they're doing. But anyway, I did... Uh, the one new thing that I did was... Uh, well, I did a couple th- new things. I fought the Lunastra, which is... Uh, there's a there's a beast called uh, Teostra, which is the, the uh, flame fire guy. And Lunastra is the female version of that. But she's like... She's not ice. 
but it's like this blue flames. Okay. And it's like really nasty. Yeah. Like nastier than Teostra. Teostra was nasty. Yeah. And it's, it's, she's she's so. awful. She's like Kieran level bad. Yeah, she's awful. Like okay. the fire stays around. It's like a different kind of status effect. Like it's fucking awful. Um, and then I also played they add I didn't know this until I started playing again, but they added a Witcher side. Yeah, quest. I remember that. So you play as Geralt. Oblivion. The they have a cutscene literally where his character falls through the sky through a portal in the sky, and everyone goes, "What are you?" He's like, "Where am I?" And they're like, "Oh, you're here on the New World. We we hunt monsters. Oh yeah, I hunt monsters too." She's <laughs> like, "All right," which leads me to believe, right? So if Geralt is based on Polish stuff, uh-huh. and he's supposed to be European, right? Monster we, Hunter monster, is in Europe. No, Monster Hunter keeps saying that Welcome to the New World. So, so are we in North America, and are the monsters Native American? And we're calling you just win a bad place, yeah. And then to which Rick, our friend Rick from college, said, It's always more fun to play the colonizer, don't you know that, Dan? And I was like, You're so fucking right, aren't you? (laughs) You want to play the colonized, yeah. I hate you so much. You're supposed to be you're supposed to be the social worker, right? You're supposed to be about positive change. Oh yeah, he's all anyway, about positive change. Um, so uh, the Witcher thing, um, it's kind of annoying because they make you kind of go through like a Witcher investigation. So you like find a monster that was slain by this monster that uh-huh. came from his world, which is a uh, Lycian. Okay. Uh, yeah. And you have to examine certain parts, mm-hmm. and it's kind of annoying. But it's kind of funny because I have the monster monster hunter dialogue on. They're fucking so they weird, the weird babble yeah, language weird babble that kind of sounds like pseudo Japanese, yeah. but it, but it's not. And he's speaking in that language, mm-hmm. so it's just kind of and it's like a guy being a gruff witcher yeah. trying to speak the language. So it's kind of funny. Um, but yeah, so eventually you you fight him. Uh, what's kind of funny is that like um, they're like, hey, w- uh, you meet one of the NPCs. They're like, hey, what kind of weapon do you want to take into the battle? And you can choose all the other weapons, but if you choose sword and shield, you actually use his silver sword. Yeah. Um, but you don't have a shield because Witcher doesn't have a shield. So when you press the shield button for sword and shield, he does the bubble, which is cool. The bubble's great. Yeah, the bubble from the game. Yeah. He also has access to Igni, which burn. when you when you do when you do defeat um, the Lycian, you get a rune. So if you put it into your inventory, you can use the Igni. Oh, nice! In the game yeah. with your regular. They've guy. done. They've been pretty good with some of that stuff with the yeah, weird like crossover the, things. The Duke and stuff. Yeah. Um, so what's what's uh, so the Lycian is really hard because you're basically fighting him by yourself. Witcher doesn't have a palico. No. Um, so you got, he's get, got Roach. Okay, so I was, was going to say, do you get Roach? No, you don't get Roach. Oh, so I was able to. I was able to defeat him after like maybe three tries, and it was fucking hard. It was hard. Yeah, like legitimately hard. Um, and to use the sword and shield because the other ones are like just the base bone. Thing. So I was like, oh, I'm just going to use Greatsword because I'm good with Greatsword. And I'm like, oh my god. You're doing no damage to this Yeah, thing. so use his Sword and Shield. Mm-hmm. His his Sword and Shield is actually really good. His So there's two versions of it. There's the one you craft and then one you... Um, higher rank one that you have to do the next quest which is basically the Lycian much harder and mm-hmm. apparently Siri is in that as your helper but it's but it even has a warning when you when you when you put the, uh, yeah. the, the, that thing because you're going to queue it by yourself yeah. it says this is the extreme um, on the level of a behemoth which is we have never fought him yet no. and I was just like holy shit yeah. um but anyway, like his sword is really good. It's almost as good as like my top tier sword and shield, just a based version. Mm. It's a little bit less, but that's like, still cool. It's pretty cool, yeah. just because. And apparently, I think you can craft armor. I'm not sure, but it's cool that it's the that it's the sword. It's all this. Yeah. It's also, when stuff. you equip it, you have the two swords. That looks cool. But you never pull out. I mean, you don't pull out the. Yeah. You yeah. never pull out steel because you're not fighting humans. You're not fighting humans. You yeah. Never pull Silver out is for monsters. Yeah. 
So that's that's uh, that's pretty Little cool. Little touches there. That's Good pretty stuff. cool. Um, uh, I've also played uh, a, a new game called uh, uh, No Man's Sky. Ooh! I bu- I, it finally came out? It finally came out. So I bought it on Sunday because Early the, cause the Beyond update was going to happen. Which um, sounds like a lot of people are very, very big on that update. Except for the It's really bugs. up and down. It's, okay, so... I, well, I think my I think most of my reservations and con- and like irritations are actually just the game itself. Like I don't think it's actually the patch. Um, anyway, I bought it on I bought it last Sunday, so I wanted to play a little bit of it before the patch came out, and it was fifty percent off. Like I was kind of uh, maybe I'll just buy it when the patch comes off. But comes I told off, you that John's like it's fifty percent off. I'm like I guess I'm buying it. I was like it's thirty like, bucks. I'm never gonna get a, yeah. yeah. It's never gonna really drop that much lower. No. Anyway, so like I was kind of having fun in the base game, but like you know, kind of like kind of doing half ass. And I played, like, all Sunday, which was crazy. You did play a lot. Um, but I wasn't even sure if I liked it, because it's just, like, I'm just kind of, like, get mining material and kind of building a room in my house. That's that, and yeah. That, and that's the game. Like, that's yeah, yeah. But, the ultimate. But the Beyond patch came out, and I was excited to play it, because it's, like, more multiplayer. integrated multiplayer and stuff. But there's a lot of, like, weird stuff about that game. I guess my base complaint, like, on a very, like, basic, like, philosophical level, is that the game wants you, the main quest wants you to explore. So it keeps sending you to a different planet, a different system, and then, like, you get to that system and it's like, hey, craft this stuff so you can get to the next place. Ever forward. Yeah, so you're always like, okay, now I have to rebuild my refinery, rebuild this thing, and then, like, build all this stuff and then go into the thing. But at the same time, it's also like, hey, you can also build a base. Don't you want to build a base? And it's like, okay, I want to build a base. And then within, like, an hour, you're not even close to that planet you're like fuck that planet that's in the last galaxy what are you thinking and then the oh the galaxy map is the worst it's the worst so elite dangerous galaxy map is crazy complex but but it makes a certain kind of sense because you can click on things and you can say set my course here but the no man's sky galaxy map is like okay i want to go back to my original um system and I'm, i'm gonna push up i guess on the map and it's just like nah how about not how about, how about you keep going forward? It's like, why are you fighting me every time I want to enjoy this game? So that's that's basically what it comes down to. That game is fighting you every step of the way. Hmm. Because, okay, so I'll, I'll retract. So the game is like, hey, do whatever you want. Do anything you want. Do all the stuff you want. And it's like, awesome. That's what I want to do. Because the game looks fabulous. It looks awesome. I like a lot of the interface stuff, especially once you get used to it. And I like kind of like the like the weird, like, you know, kind of sci-fi, but like we're not going to really explain a lot of stuff sci-fi. I like I like conversing with the aliens. Uh-huh. Because sometimes when you guess right, he gives you a gun. Yeah. And you're just like, awesome. Yeah, you roll that dice on one of those responses and it's like, here's have something. And you're like, yes! Because they're just speaking the alien language, right? <laughs> yeah. and you have to learn parts of it. So it's like, and it's exciting when it's just like you learn the vi- the the Vican word for the. And I'm like, oh, now Ooh, I know, I a proper it. article. Yeah, and then when when you finally talk to somebody, and then there's like more than just one word translated, you're like, oh yeah, I kind of don't <laughs> understand go. what you're saying. <laughs> I'll get but, there someday. But maybe. it's cool, right? And it's kind of cool going to different planets, even though like sometimes they kind of seem like kind of the same, same planet thing. with a different color. But like sometimes, like you see, like I saw like a big like dinosaur-looking thing, and I was like, wow, that's huge! Like the size of a car. And I went over the hill, and I was like, that guy's the size of a house, and he's a different dude. And then one time, I found like this like mushroom-looking guy, and he just bounced around on his tentacles, and he just walked around. And in the update, you can feed them, and then they just kind of hang out with you, and then they make a lot of poop. And then you can mine that poop for mine something. The poop? Yeah, you put the you you do poop. Yeah, poop. There's, there's a poop patrols. Um, but 
the the game is fighting you every time you want to do something that it's not like on the schedule and like it's just always like tough and multiplayer is just really weird because so like I went over to Bryce's game I'm playing at Bryce's game playing yeah. at his at his home base I didn't make a home base right mm-hmm. at his game yeah and so as soon so when I went out uh, when I went to play by myself I'm in a different place so all of that stuff that was that I stored at his place or just like built is gone is gone because it's just at his base so I can't even go back there mm-hmm. right so it sucks. Now, if we built two bases, I could probably go back. I could probably stay at that base, but I can't go back to the other base because, like, that's fucking. Who knows where it is on the galaxy map? Unless I go to the space anomaly, which is the new multiplayer thing, which I haven't tried yet. So fair okay. enough. Yeah. Um, also, the bad thing is that I built a base in before the update, and I made a storage thing. This is the, that. This thing to me was like one of the. Biggest so I made a storage sites. box, right? I and have I put, a feeling I know what you're about to say. Yeah. So with the update, I'm like, cool. I put like st- I don't even remember what I put in there, but I put like stuff that I was just like, oh, I'm gonna hold on. To I this need to say this. Yeah. This just seems really important and some technology stuff. So I like I put I, so I went back into the game because I was originally gonna just restart, but then while when I was playing, I was like, I don't want to do this early stuff again. <laughs> you want to do that initial planet all over? Yeah, I mean I did. Yeah, but I didn't, I, I was like halfway through, I was like, well, I got this really cool gun, and then uh, then I, I got, upgraded my suit a couple times. And I got a cool new spaceship. New spaceship. So I was like, okay. But um, anyway, so like I go there, and I was like, there's just there's no power to the storage. They now. added power, so they added power. I can't open it, and I was like, well, maybe if I move, and then so like I built the generator to make power, which is what you need to do to make the teleporter, which you can only use same system. I'm guessing it unlocks later. But that was also a new thing. Um, so I, I plugged it into the I plugged it into the storage thing. Put a put a bunch of um, fuel in it, and it didn't open. And I was just like, "Why? It says it's connected. Make this. Why I can't make this hard? Stuff. I don't even know what's in there." And then, like, I was like, well, I'm just going to kind of um, maybe build out some stuff around it. And then it got deleted because I was breaking down some of the walls around it. And then, so, like, all that stuff is on. It deleted all the stuff inside the chest, which is also a bad thing. Like, the power thing enough is bad. But the fact that when you deleted the item, it didn't just drop everything. So, I did read about it on on a Steam discussion page. And people were saying that, like, that stuff supposedly goes into your inventory. But I'm pretty sure it didn't. Okay. So, I don't know. Yeah. So I'll I'll just kind of hedge on that, but it just kind of sucks that I can't use storage without power. Um, Which is yeah, like like Astroneer didn't require you to power your the goddamn storage bins yeah, for the for the game. It's just really yeah. What's 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 what, the the coolest the coolest um, uh, update thing? And I'm glad I played it before because it gives, gives me a comparison. Um, is that most of the elements themselves, not like the little like metal things or crafted carbon? Things. Yeah, but the actual elements plutonium. themselves used to have a stack size limit, right? So I think in your backpack is like two fifty in like car in your space cargo is like five hundred, and in like the the the, the, the heavy carb- cargo mm-hmm. it's like a thousand or something. But so like you'd have all these stacks of carbon and hydrogen stuff that you normally always use, yeah, sodium. Yeah, plutonium is fuel for certain things. Like, yeah. carbon was fuel right. for another thing. But they basically did that away for the most part. I mean, the interviews say that it's virtually unlimited. So I don't know if there is a theoretical limit, probably. So now you're not going to have to worry about juggling four inventory slots yeah. and have one but, stack of, like, but ten. But honestly, what uh, what made me stop the game, stop playing it, and I don't I don't know when I'll go back, maybe if they update some stuff, it's just that, what one, it got really buggy. Like, I kept falling through the world every time I interacted with something in, in somebody else's game. And then when, when, when my friend joined my game, like, the next night, he kept crashing. Because we went to, like, we went to, like, some... Uh, 
we fought into we fought sentinels to get into this one base and then i was just like ah oh, there's nothing here and then i looked on the wall i'm like oh cool there's a cool gun well i already have a cool gun that an alien gave to me because i guess i answered his question mm-hmm. right you answered the riddle of the Yeah, I gave him a bunch of oxygen. I guess that's what he wanted. Um, and then so, like, Bryce, you should get this gun. And as soon as he walks close enough to it where the tooltip comes up that says, like, this is what this gun is, crash. And then he reloaded again, crash. Reloaded again, same thing, crash. Every time. Five times, yeah. Every time he got close enough where, like, the little thing would pop up, like, hey, this is what it is, that's interact with it, so he would crash. And then he was like, I'm done! And I was like, <laughs> I was like it's like 10.15, like... We usually play until at least 11. And then he's just like, I'm done. I'm done playing right that now. That broke him. That broke And then so I played a little bit more. I'm like, okay, well, I still kind of like this game. And then, like, I got to a high-security high Sentinel planet because that's where the main quest went, told me to go. So I did this thing, and I'm and I, going back to my to my ship, and a little Sentinel droid uh, drone, like, came by and, like, was going to shoot at me because it's high-security, high high-aggressive. High so I shot it until it died, and then I ran to my ship, and I got out, right? So as soon as I get out, get out into space, like, it's like, hey, use your communicator because you have these new coordinates for the mysterious stranger, um, the one from Fallout. <laughs> yeah, so it's good to know bow, what he's up bow. to nowadays. So I go through the I go through the thing to select the communicator, and then it's like you can't select it because you're in combat. And I was like, what? And then like Sentinel sends fucking spaceship at at me to shoot, and I was like, fine, I'll just blow him up, and then I'll use the communicator. So I blow him up, and I go to use the communicator. It's like you're in combat. They sent another wave. They did this f- at least four times. Right until there was finally just enough of a lull between the waves where I used my pulse drive to fly away. Right, so I'm like, fuck it, I'm flying as far as I can because I because I can't use most. Of, so I'm just flying far. I'm just not not even going to a waypoint. Yeah. Right. So when I get a little bit far away, it's like, hey, you can use your communicator now because you're out of combat. I'm like, awesome. So I select the communicator, drops me out of pulse. Right, but it goes into the little story—not cu- um, a cutscene, but little story bit where there's some dialogue of like, "Oh, they, they do, you know, they're fucking weird space spirit stuff." Yeah. yeah, it's like, "Oh, mysterious stranger, you're standing in the light, and blah blah blah." And a hand reaches out. What do you do? I play with the fire. Like it's just kind of crazy, right? So it's like, okay, cool. And then in the middle of that, it says like Sentinels incoming. Right? And then I see the Sentinels warp in and they start shooting my ship. I'm still in the dialogue. I can't get out of the dialogue. (laughs) (laughs) So I finally, after that, I just clicked through it. I don't even know what I picked. There was a couple decisions. I was just fuck, 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 fuck. So I I fight those Sentinels. Now there's like, now they're sending like six at a time every time I I fight. And then um, I finally defeat that that wave and I'm like, I gotta get out of here. And then sure enough, another thing shows up and then I was just like, I don't have enough. I don't have enough willpower power to keep fighting. It sounds like the game didn't want you to The play. Sentinel thing is really, really a rough thing that they put in that game that's, I don't know, it doesn't seem like it adds anything to the, the other than an arbitrary... Like I said, there's it's like in conflict with what it wants to do, right? It's like, hey, have this peaceful time exploring, but every so often you're going to like get into these things that are super rowdy. To be fair, they do have a mode, though, that is just like, yeah, they have a fuck around and you? like, yeah, do do what you want to do. But anyway, um, I mean, it was... I, I didn't feel like I got cheated out of my money. I'm not complaining about it that way. I just I just kind of disliked after playing 16 hours in one week. So. That's a lot. Yeah, mm-hmm. from Sunday to whenever I stopped playing Thursday. Thursday, mm-hmm. I think. And who knows, like maybe in a few weeks, check back in yeah. and see if it's, like, if they've quashed a bunch of that stuff. So what I've been playing since last night, which is actually really cool, and it just came out in, um... Early Access. 
Not early access. Uh, what is it? What's, Data. No, what's the what's the? I guess it is early access, but not Steam early access. Oh, is, is this a Epic game, Epic Store, or is it just on their site? No, it's it's Sorry. it's it releases on Tuesday. Oh, so it's just the it's early ah, access, as in like gotcha. you get to play the yes, game early yes, because yes. I bought it like now. Premier access or whatever. You know, so EA, early EA. access, not beta testing. Priority access. It's called Remnant uh, from the Ashes. Uh, and it was a game that we saw at, uh, I think if you watched the E3 PC game showcase, it was a trailer that I liked, um, and, like, the concept of the game was kind of cool. So it's basic, it's kind of like, uh, I mean, if we want to use the most, uh, rudimentary way to describe things, it is Dark Souls-esque, meaning, like, it's really, well, actually, there's a lot of Dark Souls in it, because it's, it's, uh, it's, you know, a lot of rolling and dodging, Mm -hmm. the enemies can really hurt you really, really hard, and, uh... Like, you have stamina and those kind of things, and it's third person kind of in that viewpoint. Um, you drink the potions that kind of the same way. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's, Are there bonfires? Yes, there's what they call, uh, they just call them checkpoints, yeah. and it's just like a it's like a floating rune stone. And then you sit like it, like you're at a campfire. And also, when you get to the end of the boss of like the, that area or the dungeon, you pass through the mist. Like when we got to that point, I was like, I was like, holy shit, this is fucking dark. <laughs> oh, that's just but a... what's different. I mean, what's different about it is, sure. is that it is a post-apocalyptic setting. Uh, these this demon called the Root is like infecting like whatever. So like all the the Root demons or whatever. Um, but what's cool is that is it is almost it's there's there's uh there's melee and range attack so everybody gets a melee weapon uh pistol and some kind of longer range uh a gun thing or uh, in some cases a shotgun and like those guns are actually the focus i mean melee is still important but the gun stuff is really really important and like the interplay of like how that is so like when you get mods to basically do your special moves you're charging them uh, actually, you charge them two ways. You either use the gun itself because you can only mod the guns, not the not the melee weapon. And then so like every time you hit a guy, like the meter sh- and then once you once the meter fills up, you can use it. However, what's cool about the melee about the balance of it is that the melee actually charges both mods on both guns at the same time. So it's kind of like a cool thing. There's a it's it's a pretty good game. I think so so far. I played five hours of it since nice. last night. So it's it's pretty cool and it's it's. Um, the thing that's a little different uh, than the Dark Souls series is that this is made to be played multiplayer. Whereas Dark Souls and Bloodborne, the multiplayer is kind of like a little afterthought, yeah. I feel like. And you have to go through like weird, like, you have to ring a bell. Well, in Dark Souls, it was more adversarial than in, in a lot of cases than like cooperative. This seems like it's more But you can also get people could, to help, yeah. help you do, basically, you basically ring a bell yep. kind of thing, right? And also in Blood, Bloodborne. Bloodborne. Bloodborne, I know you do ring a bell mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And you have to like and then somebody has to answer it. Yeah. But this one is like it's built to be basically kind of like a Diablo esque ARPG where you're kind of like going into it with a squad of people. Yeah. But said, strangely enough, their their uh their their team size is three, so they're doing the destiny thing. Uh, I don't understand. Yeah, I don't I, understand. Look The world look, needs to knock it off with the three. Well it's the same thing like it's the bummer about uh, Monster Hunter World too, is like you have these lobbies where you can have up to sixteen people in them, but the group size is only four max and it's like Yeah, but four is four, four is, is better is than, three. More, four is is than three. Yes. Four is a standard. That's fine. Like but 
but like yeah so um so that's that's a that's a pretty cool i think it's a pretty cool take on that formula it's it's a lot easier than those than those games it actually feels more like a bloodborne Mm. game if you kind of like where 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 bloodborne the 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 range sets up the melee because you're not just shooting in bloodborne to just kill enemies the the range is to stagger them yeah so this is kind of like the reverse where your where your melee sets up your powers of your range stuff um yeah, it's got a cool. It's got a cool vibe. It's got a cool like post-apocalyptic kind of. Did they say what the apocalypse was in this case? I was just wondering if it remember. was, or if they mentioned it, or if it's just, just the root came. generic. The root came, and the root bad came. things are happening. I think you're trying to find out stuff. The mystery of the root. Oh, and the other thing is that um, there are certain parts that are set, but it's also randomly generated. So. Um, so, like, when I was playing with Bryce last night, and I was playing multi- single-player first, and then I was playing with him, our, our worlds were kind of very similar, and we, we fought the same first boss, mm-hmm. like, at the end of the dungeon, which was a pain, and it took us, like, 15 tries, and we finally beat it, and we went, yeah! Time to go to bed! Was, was, well, Bryce was like, I gotta go to bed. <laughs> but this morning, when I was playing with David, his area, his first area was completely different. The dungeon was completely That's different. That's cool. And the boss was different. Nice. It was a different boss altogether. Okay, that is cool. Yeah, it was a different boss altogether, a different drop mm-hmm. where he, you make a different mod. Yeah, and so the mods the mods are interesting where, like, I'm playing a hunter class, which is more of a focus on the range stuff. And then so my first mod that I got with the class is, like, basically I, I up the critical of everybody, mm-hmm. right? Um, and I can, we can see monsters through walls, which is very advantageous because they like to sneak up behind. Because when you when you aim, the you know it does a little aim thing, so your viewpoint is a little bit yeah, more. Your field of view is much smaller. But so last night um, when I beat the boss with Bryce, uh, I got uh, I got a thing that basically when it gets charged, when you switch to the to the charged mod, it shoots out a little a little plant that grows into like a small little tree. And it attracts all the enemies to fight it until it dies, right? So that's a really because you get swarmed. In that Decoy, game. yeah, that's cool. Um, but with David, the one that we, the one that we got from that from that boss, which is a different boss altogether, uh, uh, it's like something like increasing melee damage or something, or like increasing melee melee damage. You mm. there is friendly fire in the game. No, that's not uh, good. When you sh- only would rain. That's not good. So you can you you. It's it's a less damage, but all the enemies also damage themselves too. Like I mean, if they if they throw stuff at at you or shoot stuff, can't play so, it, Dan. I'm gonna shoot you in the head. I'm not, and I'll never forgive myself <laughs> for it. Well, whatever. You can't really tell who's shooting when it gets really crazy. Mm. Um, but the but like melee doesn't hurt each other, so that's a, that's a really good design decision. That is a smart because they wanted to make it. So what what it feels like. At least, you know, from the from my first returns, is that they tried to make a game that was hard, like Dark Souls is hard, but not like punishing. Whereas, where, whereas, you know, they didn't go all the way. Yeah. Where, like, if you die, you don't lose your stuff; mm-hmm. you just lose progress every time you count, and then and then now all the enemies reset until you get to the next yeah. checkpoint. And every time you use the checkpoint, you get a refill of all your ammo and your health and your dragon heart, which is your refillable. Oh, I love that movie. Potion. Yeah, I know. I like the. I am the last one. But uh, yeah, it seems like a cool game. I'm excited to play more of it. Actually, nice. I'd probably just be playing it all afternoon with a podcast, or if I didn't have to go to like a thing. Mm-hmm. Stupid real world. Yeah, stupid interacting. I R L. Anyway, <clears throat> John, what's your game? You know the game I've been playing. Mm-hmm. Harry Potter. Oh, I like your Triple H figure, the no, game. I have been playing. Yes, I've been playing Harry Potter. <laughs> I've been playing my my uh, military uh, Harry Potter school of magical 
youths who are learning about the trials and tribulations of war and life all at once. I've been playing Fire Emblem Three Houses. I have probably So are you a Hufflepuff? I no, I am not a Hufflepuff, nor a Gryffindor, nor a Slytherin, nor a Ravenclaw. I have joined the glory, uh, the glorious uh, Golden Deer House um, because fuck imperialists and fuck those religious zealots. Give me a simple noble, noble aristocracy above everything else. Noblesse obliged. Um, yeah, so I've just, I think I've just about hit the 40 hour mark in that game, and I still have not gotten to the spoiler time jump that comes in that game. Um, it, there's a lot to do in it. My professor is trying to maximize his relationships with the students because they're all. My oh, that is little, creepy. They're all my precious little friends. Well, the weird thing is, is that the, the weird thing is, is that the teacher is apparently the same age as some of the 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 uh, enrolled students. Still um, holds authority over them. Hey, you know what? I got sent to that school, or me and my dad went to the school, and my dad got re-enlisted in their Holy Night Squad, and they said, well, why don't you be a professor? And I went, I guess. And so some of the students have been like, but you're the same age as us. How can you be a professor? And then I go, look at me, kill all these monsters out on the field, and then come back at me and say, you're better than I am. Because my the main character in that game is a beast, a brick shit house. Oh, Hank McCoy. Yeah, he's he's just as smart. He's good with the students. Um, so yeah, I have been spending my time engaging in mock battles, uh, quelling rebellions, and uh, engaging in giving flowers to students, Boundaries. having having tea parties for their birthdays. Uh, Going to the dining hall and having meals with them, uh, sometimes cooking with them. So yeah, there's a lot. This game's it's really good. I'm enjoying it quite a bit. Um, sounds like somebody somebody's having a party. Destroy the dumpster or something. Um, but yeah, the the characters are pretty fun. Um, there's definitely some characters who are uh, problematic and annoying, like the teacher who's. Getting close with older students? Nah, man, that's all fine. Nothing wrong with that. You, you've been on the internet. You've seen that that sort of pornography. It's there. Perfectly natural. Hot for a teacher. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, I mean, the gameplay-wise, I don't know. Other than the, <laughs> the, the, the gameplay is just your standard Fire Emblem turn-based, you know, tactical RPG. Um, some of the changes that I do like. is Are you they, playing hardcore? No, because I'm not insane. I like myself too much. Otherwise, I'd be doing what everybody does in that game and, like... Save scum. Save, save scum, scum the constantly. hell out of it. Um, it has that divine pulse capability, which basically you can rewind time in the game, like in a battle. Time manipulation. Um, a limited number of uses. I've barely used it other than to, like, change a move that I made on accident. Um... But the combat's good because, like I said, the era I was about to mention, they got rid of the weapon triangle, which is nice, because that was always one of the more arbitrary things about that game. It's like, well, I can't fight this guy because I'm using an... or I can't fight this guy as well, because this character uses axes, and the boss of this in this place is a spear guy. Somebody get me a sword! Yeah. Now it's just the weapons all have different special attacks that you can learn as you use them. Um, there's... There's a bunch of different classes that you can go, each character can learn and, like, you know, learn special abilities for. Uh, as long as you have the skills to, to take class, there's no restrictions on them. Although I've heard there's a female-only class that is, like, the best magic user in the game. 
So it's a weird gender decision there that they made. They locked off a specific class to one of the, one of the genders. Um, See, that's the type of bullshit that it's yeah. Like with a game that gives you so much freedom to kind of craft these characters how you want them to, um, stuff like that's really weird and archaic. Everybody's got to play their role, John. Oh yeah. What are we talking about? Oh shit! Did I say something bad? I, did something I mean, the characters are playing their roles. The roles I have decided for them, uh, because every the role of sexy several, ti- several times during the month, you have a week where you're basically doing classroom instruction, and you get, basically get to pick which uh, areas that they're going to fo- the students are going to focus on. Um, and occasionally, the students will come up to you and say, "Hey, teacher, I don't want to do this. I want to do this instead." And you can either tell them, "All right, that sounds good. Why don't we change your goals?" Or you can say, "No, you keep doing what I tell you to do." Fuck off. Um, be a good student. So yeah, it's it's really good, and it's going to be really long. I can already tell because I am at the eleventh month, and I am forty hours in, and I have no idea what's going to happen with regards to the story, other than there's probably going to be a war. So I assumed you were going to play No Man's Sky with me, but that's already come and gone for me. Yeah, so there's, there's no, no more chance. No Sky. Unfortunately, I'll <laughs> like, never I, already, chance to I play have with played me. that game. Yeah. I am now, I am now done with that game. <laughs> yeah. No Man's Sky, more like No More Sky. Oh. Um, I had re- I had actually installed it too. I was all set, but the allure of my monastery uh, school is too uh, too strong. So I saw I saw Wolverine's cock eyes. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> now that's blaster vision. Now it's a different problem. Yeah. Um. All right. So let's move. Speaking this of quick problems. Quick. Oh well. Let's yeah. Let's quick. get through this quick. So did you hear about, you remember that kid who won the Fortnite tournament, got like $3 million, and then swatted? Yeah. Why don't they just try to burglar him like a regular fucking deviant? If he's got the $3 million, should burgle them instead of trying to send the police. You're going to have to get Bilbo Baggins and the dwarves to go in there and steal burgle. his board. So... you got to read the, the, the runes only in the moonlight. Mm-hmm. The swatting... Ended up having a rather good outcome, considering, you know, how it could go. Instead, it showed how police actually should be in one important way. What pretty much de-escalated the whole thing was one of the cops who was called in for this, recognized the family, and said, No, that sounds like bullshit with this family. So they didn't go in like, guns ready to blow everyone up. Which is how police should be, a part of the community not a stranger who has no attachment and therefore can be more of a dick. Yeah. yeah. Say, police should be a part of the community. It can oh. help to get rid of some of the escalating oh. tensions of having people with no society. attachment. We live in a society. What? So. You, you're crazy, Kevin. <laughs> Just call me crazy, Kevin. Police are like samurai. They, they, they lord over us. <laughs> they, have un, they have unquestioned power. To everyone except their liege lord. Yeah. <laughs> this situation, though, got so de-escalated so quickly because of such a good community relationship that it didn't even interfere really with the stream. The guy was streaming oh, yeah, at the time. Stairs, I watched the video of it. Yeah, like, that is the opposite of his, what you hear from us swatting His, his friends him. initially got mad because they thought he, he ditched them <laughs> in the middle of the... Like, they were like, did he just leave? He's not moving. That was, that was good. Speaking of violence and guns, Walmart now is getting rid of all references of anything violent game related within their stores because guns 
are gun violence is caused by video games. So I got I got to ask, uh, who's the number one uh, retailer for firearm sales in the U.S.? Pretty Couldn't be Walmart. Sure, pretty sure it's Target. No, oh, Dan, no Target. It's Walmart. Oh, that's where. That oh, so is. they got rid of all of their guns then. No, they're still there. So only violent video game imagery. I don't know how many times I have to tell you, guns don't kill people. Bullets do. Guns kill people. Okay. <laughs> people shooting guns kill people. Yeah, or pistol whip. You could hit someone hard I mean, with I guess one. If you want to get super esoteric, the physics of the world, because the gun, because it's not like the bullet is actively trying to kill you, right? It's just the bullet within our physics world traveling at its velocity tears through your body mm-hmm. because your body is soft and, and it's all part of physics guns, and science. Science kills people. Guns basically. don't kill people. Combustion and explosion kills people. Guns don't kill people. Our lack of uh, ninja uh, reflexes. The the size of the bullet kills people because if it was really tiny and moving at at at, at light speed, maybe it could pass through our bonds of our atoms. Guns don't kill people. Guess yeah, we're mostly empty space. Yeah. Guns don't <laughs> kill, kill people. Science kills people. So because of that. I'm with our politicians. Let's kill all scientists. Oh, actually, what is it? What is it? How do you explain, like, because, like, oh, how come, like, you know, my hand doesn't pass through the table? It's like our electrons are, like, are, like, are, like, opposed or something, something like that? It would be the weak nuclear force. Yeah, yeah. Because strong nuclear force is the one that binds, like, the parts of our atoms together. So Uh electrons and neutrons with positrons and protons. Technically touching. It, it's more of the force is kind of is, the force is with the forces you. Forces are pushing, pushing against. Like that's you're technically not touching like stuff. No, these are opposing forces. Yeah. Oh, Counter Strike opposing. Forces. Oh, so Counter Strike <laughs> is what makes the world go round. Yeah. No, it's dumb. Walmart's dumb. Do you want some good also, news? Fucking stop getting Marvel Legends exclusive Walmart because our Walmart's up here suck, and I don't like going into them anyway. Because Walmart sucks, and so like I can't get the Captain America version of of this retro this anniversary line because he's a Walmart exclusive. That's I already got a cool Captain America. Do you want some good news? You want that Captain America, don't you? If he was available, I would get him. Yeah, but he's I don't want to go out of my way. That important, I already got one. I'll give you good news. Yeah. So oh. you know what helps the world? Unions. They do, yeah. And good employment practices. Sure, yeah. The ringer got you. Yeah. Yeah. That was oh, actually, is that what you were talking about? No, I was actually going to say... That was actually very fast, too. I was very... Yeah. It was like, hey, we're going to unionize. And then two days later, like, hey, they're going to recognize your union. Yeah, I wonder if Bill Simmons like, man, I'm going to get creamed if we if this goes on longer. Bill's like, people, get people will done. use any excuse to... Mm-hmm. to, to Shit on the sometimes brand. Sometimes I don't like the guy's opinions, but man, people really do have a hard-on for him. Yeah. Not in a good way. The bad hard-on way. Evil. Like a dog humping your leg way. Yeah. yeah. Go ahead. So it's not quite union, but you know what's really good is the the QA testers over at Rockstar Lincoln mm-hmm. are now employed by Rockstar. They decide to have full, real employment for all of the QA testers that essentially got shat on when Red Dead 2 came along. So the, the, the devil's advocate portion of me would only want to would really the, the only thing I would want to know like that's a good feel good story but I'm just wondering what their compensation packages are as becoming full time employees whether they are equally beneficial for them becoming FTEs for the, for Rockstar as opposed to staying well, in the UK aren't they? Yeah. UK has so a lot of good employment least, 
like a, a lot of they have a lot of labor laws at least yeah. about like firing people yeah. and stuff. So well, I just meant like what their like yeah, what yeah. their baseline compensation totally. was compared to being contractors. Like if they're making enough money to you know, I'm just saying it's probably for the most part, especially where they're working, yeah. is a lot more beneficial. Like, uh, yeah. Over here, like maybe it doesn't make a difference yeah, here because <laughs> there's because there's plenty of people who work here in America who I know or I've known family members actually who used to be full time employees for companies. And then went to contracting because they made more money that way. That's because the U.S. system is it's fucked. Yeah. yeah. In the U.K. and in the EU, That's, they're good enough to actually have like labor laws that give a shit. Protection laws, labor laws, all kinds of laws over there that actually benefit their citizens as opposed to exploit their citizens. Speaking of things that could be bad, though, yeah. I've got one last bit of news sure. that's about a whole bunch of shit that happened while we were on hiatus. Hiatus. Yes. On assignment. We'll start using that term. On so assignment. while we're on assignment, do you know this game called Ooblets? Yes. Oh God, it is yeah. a game that doesn't exist oh, yet. <laughs> so I am looking forward to Ooblets. It I've looks like it. a really cool... It looks cute as fuck. It, the, the best, one of the best recent memories I have of PAX was Chris and I, our friend Chris, were... Watom? No, no, no. Well, why don't, that's that's yeah. that's top top. But we were at the the booth where Ooblets and Knights and Bikes was being demoed, and Chris and I were both watching a little like must have been five or six year old girl with one of the the, the, the booth people, like probably one of the devs, playing Ooblets and like the girl like getting it, like actually playing the game and like understanding how to play it and just being overjoyed with like the the you know the bright colors and the the whimsy that that game. It's like, like Animal has. Crossing meets Pokemon, except instead of Poke fights, you dance. Yeah, I don't believe it. Girls don't play video games. And she she played so long. Oh, that one we, those so called gamer chicks that we basically yeah. sat down and played Knights and Bikes instead because we didn't want to like you know kind of pressure them to like get her off. No, you could have been like, girls don't play games. Get the fuck out of here. No, because we're not monsters, Kevin. No, we might kick your But yes, so Ooblets. So the developers which who the Kickstarter. No, they didn't. Perfect. This is no, not a Kickstarter funded? at it's all. Not a Kickstarter. It wasn't crowdfunded? No. Okay. no, they have a Patreon have a Patreon. with Patreon. no no Sorry. important clarification. Yeah. No promise of any reward yeah, for Patreon yeah. levels. Patreon doesn't do that. They, no. Patreon is just, you're just supporting the person. Well, you could sometimes yeah. do things like bonus podcasts, yeah. like yeah. talk from but superheroes but does the Patreon, that. I mean, because Kickstarter, you don't you can't contribute to a Kickstarter without any kind of like there is like a <laughs> Some kind of like you can't you can't start a Kickstarter where like you don't get anything. In no, the you end. have to have a product like something in a certain state of readiness. Well, there's something you get back. Like yeah. so, like you might even just get a thank you for a yeah. dollar. Your name in the credit. Like, Patreon, you're just paying the person. Yeah. yeah. So they had a Patreon, not a Kickstarter. They had no promise of anything to Patreon. You know, donors. They also never made a promise of how this game was coming out, except it was going to be on PC. Yes. PC was the only... That's the only thing they promised. Mm -hmm. So along came the Epic Store, and they said, how about we help you? We'll publish the game. It'll be an exclusive, but you could shut down your Patreon even. And so they got a bunch of money, and they, they talked it over first with their Patreon backers, saying, hey, we... We made a deal with Epic. The game is going to be an Epic exclusive. Mm-hmm. The important thing, stop backing us on Patreon because we are now secure. Yep. Like, this means the game is for real going to get released. Nothing can get in the way of it. 
And so they said it in kind of a slightly snarky way, which was their way of communicating. They've always had this snarky tone. Like, it's a guy who, the main dev, the it's a husband and wife yeah. team. The husband kind of has, like, a snarky tone to him. It's his signature. Yeah. And so, patrons were all good with it. And this got found on the internet by some people who had no intention of ever even buying this game. And all of a sudden, that Epic Store exclusive rage kicked off full steam. But because his tone was a little snarky, like I said, that was his signature, it became people yelling like racial epithets at him, death threats. And the best one was a bunch of people like making false quotes to him, trying to make false like tweets and stuff like that, showing him to be anti-Semitic with... The funny part being, funny in a tragic way, the guy's Jewish. He's like, there is no way I would ever make these quotes because I'm Jewish. So the thing, the main thing that... that Not to be pedantic, but like, I mean, you can still be... Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean... Yeah, there's Diamond and Silk. True Trump supporters, but like, they seem to be very anti-black, even though they are black. Like, also, you could have the... um, there are gay people who are in favor yeah. of Trump and Pence. Yeah. Pence wants everyone who's gay to cease yeah. existing. But but on the whole level, yeah. Not, not so the the main takeaway from this, like I, from what I remember reading around it, is the fact that the the epic deal that they made basically made them going to break even with this game no matter what. Like the yeah. promises Epic made is like you're not going to lose money on this game. Yeah, they have a base level of they're paying yeah. basically giving them this much money. You're getting this much money. Game can sell one copy and you still You're secure. Them, you're secure. And Which like, is fucking great. For a two-person dev team is like Amazing. why wouldn't you? Like that's, you know. Also two people? Yeah, it's husband and wife. That's that's their entire dev studio. That's why this game has been in development for as long as like, it has. Five years, I yeah. think. Um, and then also, one thing really cool is, so if you have a game on Steam, let's say, it's a Steam exclusive. Sure. I don't know why you'd do that, because Steam takes a lot of money from you. You don't get any real benefit Unless besides a big, big store. Mm-hmm. But you have a game on Steam, and people start going anti-Semitic, racist, death threat, doxing, bullshit. You know what Steam's going to do for you? Nothing. Nothing. Well, unless, you know unless you have enough people going, why the fuck is Steam not doing anything? Then Steam will say, we're looking into this. And that's all you'll get. Epic, meanwhile, soon as this shit started to go down, Epic got out there, yeah. standing up for this team, defending them. It's like, that's why people do Epic exclusives. They're getting a lot more money from from the sales, smaller cut for Epic, Epic made them financially secure, and Epic actually has their back. Yeah. There is no reason for this PC exclusive, like, hate. It all comes down to this, in my mind. If you are complaining that the game is not coming to your storefront of choice, when the barrier to entry to get access to that storefront is you putting in an email address, even a burner email address, and downloading a launcher... I'm sorry, but your your outrage is uh, has very little foundation to stand on. I could see you not being particularly happy if you're like, you know, all of my games are on Steam. I like having one library. That's, that's a valid reason to be unhappy, not a valid reason to hate. 
Yeah, the only the only actual valid thing that I saw was you know epic and in some certain countries with certain countries yeah and that, yeah stuff like that. But you know what? That sorry, one sucks. Sorry, you don't live in the United States. Like I mean, and it's not and, like and it's and, and it's a two person team. Like yeah. I don't know. I mean, you know, they have to do where they they have to go where they go. Like yeah. this is not. It's not like it's like Metro Exodus. Right. And it's not like e- Epic is sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. Yeah, go ahead. It's not like Epic is being malicious about like this saying like yeah fuck you we're not in your country ha ha ha. I'm sure they want to sell their games globally if they can. Like also another thing, most I'd say from what it looks like, pretty much all the people who started to dog shit on all of this are not the people who were going buy this game to begin no. with. This is a cutesy game about dancing. It is not the well, type of he, thing that... He dared to call out gamers. Gamers. Capital G, gamers. And so it's like, on one hand, these are not the people who would buy the game. For those people in other countries where Epic is not available... By the way, I have to say, hearing some stories from people in other countries with Epic, it sounds like they're a little better than Steam in some countries in terms of regional pricing. I'm just going to put that out there. But if you're really determined, this game is the game you have been waiting for. VPN. It's available all around the world. Region region, region uh, spoofing is something that has been happening since online gaming has been a thing and online marketplaces. Oh, but my country wouldn't have it because it's too oppressive. There are a lot of stories of people in Iran who are getting Western media... Huh? By getting VPN access, by region spoofing, by doing whatever it takes at a very base level. Well, it doesn't. It doesn't solve the currency thing though, because like yeah. So like when I access the Steam store in the Philippines, the prices are one in pesos, but it's a different price. Yeah. Because the cost of living is different in certain yeah. countries, right? So they adjust the, especially for the smaller games, they'll adjust price across different regions. Stuff that's. Pretty valid. It's but, a difficult problem to solve. But for sure. again, it's not a it's not a fucking go nuclear no. thing. And also, you know, the other thing that they're banding around is uh, you know, uh, Epic is owned by ten is owned forty percent, forty five percent, or whatever the fucking number is Chinese by by ten cent, and like and like you know, they answer to the. Chinese government, which yeah. I don't know what that means, but I mean, it means granted, Winnie, the, Winnie the Pooh, Xi Jinping is going to. Well, granted, you know, I mean, fucking corporations in China, you know, are are not a, technically a private corporation in no. China, right? It's, it's all it's, it's going all the way to the top. They are granted a license by the government yeah. to operate, but I mean, I don't see how that's any different from other. Places and I'm not a big very I'm not a very big fan of China as as the government. I mean, we're talking about Chinese people, we're not going there. No, we're not going there. No, there's no need um, to because there's nothing there. But like, it's it's just a weird it's just a weird thing to make such a big deal of a like Kevin says a very small game that has a very small appeal. Mm-hmm. That it's a very niche got, game. They got a very like good deal yep. that they weren't going to get anywhere else, nope. and they don't have to worry about stuff yep. anymore. So, hey, maybe it sucks that you you have a currency problem or you have a a philosophical problem with the Chinese government, but, like, these are people trying to make a living, so fucking let them make a living. You should be happy. If you play one game, like, it's not that big of a deal. If you. If you really do care about, like, this on such a personal level, if anything, you should be happy, you know, that a tiny indie 
dev team is actually secure. That is saying that doesn't happen. Like, there's all these horror stories when you go, like, Kotaku had some good articles in the past of what happened to different dev teams. Like, if you ever want to read something tragic, read about the team that did uh, where the water tastes like wine. Yeah, like, that's a game that was had a lot of critical buzz around it. People were very, like, oh, yeah, it's good, cool narratives, interesting stories, but that game sold like hot trash. It sold, like, in the, the hundreds. Yeah. I mean, they did make a game that, like, I mean, yeah. I mean, did any of us play that game? I only played it at PAX that one year, yeah. and like, it was... I mean, I'm not saying it's their fault, right? No. Like, make the art you want to make, yeah. but, like, I mean, you have to expect, like, nobody's going to play that game. Mm-hmm. Unless unless there's some kind of weird, like, breakthrough. That's a game that when it, when it came out, all I could think is, Austin Walker is going to be, like, the only person who has played this game. Yeah, like, it I mean, seemed like... like Peter Jackson when I, that game. Yeah, when I played it, I was like, this is cool, but, like... I mean, I don't know when I'd play it. Yeah. Like, I honestly d- didn't. I'm not saying it's a fault of anybody. In the in a perfect world, we'd have enough leftover money uh, as a society, like, that we would just let artists just make art. You mean we'd have, like, a publicly funded, like, yeah. artistic uh, grants that these people could get to make these games? Yeah, even when America? it's shitty art or art that nobody likes. Like, it's important like, that, that it gets created yeah. because... Like, the you fact mean- that a lot of European <laughs> co- developers get government money heat signature from tom francis that got a lot of bonus money i remember listening to him explaining what the process was for for the british government to give him this grant where it's like all right is your dev team entirely or mostly made of british citizens and he's like it's pretty much me i'm british and then they're like does it take are your characters british primarily and he's like well, they don't really have any nationality, but space. you know what? Why not? I'll say they're British. They're all space British, sure. And then he's like, and then question of, does it take place in England? And he's like, I couldn't get that money, that part of it, because no, I could not stretch space stretch to space being to be England. England. The, imper- the, the sun never sets on the English Galactic <laughs> Empire. <laughs> but also, thinking about going back to like what Dan was saying about the people who are upset because it's Chinese money. Everything's Chinese money. Tencent owns a little bit of everything. Everything's quit money. quit using Twitch. I think Tencent has some money in there somehow. Tencent owns a lot of things. Tencent is in everything. Plus, if you don't want I don't want the Chinese government to get any of my money, throw away your fucking phone now. Throw away your computer. Throw away your game consoles, because guess where they all get parts from? China. That's all right. We're just going to... Well, we'll Foxconn is in your house. Off of we'll the tariffs see. that are going to come in, we'll so we're all going to We'll see make how long they stay in China. Yeah. Although it did get delayed. Delayed. <sighs> no, it got delayed until... I know, yeah. December. December right? 15. Yeah. Well, the latest round. There's yes. already tariffs going on. Yes. See, the only reason when it comes to video games that you should be upset with the Chinese government on a strong, like, level that actually, like, you feel, like, actual, like, anger about, it's the fact that devotion might never come out. Red Candle... They got taken over by the Chinese government, man. That's all I can say. Weren't they Taiwanese? Yeah, they are. by the Chinese government, man. That's all I can say. They're Taiwanese. I think, though, they had some sort of, like... They got some sort of grant or something yeah. tied into Chinese money. Yeah. And they're all in a, camp- also, all in a re-education camp. Somewhere. Also, at the same time, if you're a company that is Chinese in the sense of ethnic, you do not want to, like, anger 
China. Yeah. I'm still pissed off. I want that game. It came out, and I, mm-hmm. I was like, I am so getting this game for extra life for my midnight spooky game. But I don't need buy it right now. No, no, I'm no. I'm going buy it at full price, yeah, but yeah. I'm going wait until closer to extra mm-hmm. life because I'm not going to play it until then. Sorry. <sighs> On bright side, I do have some spooky games in mind. Good. Because extra lifetime is coming upon me. Yeah, we're a couple months out. I'm at eleven hundred dollars raised so far, which is pretty good for this far out. I'm going to be playing some spooky games. I think some chili peppers will be involved again. Probably habaneros. Oh, don't wait! Don't worry. I'm going to push you over some goal, the esoteric goal that's going to make you do something ridiculous. There, uh, I'll just say spoiler because I like to keep some of my goals like uh-huh. more vague and question marky. Uh-huh. There might be goals involving me paying money per death on hard games. There might be chili peppers in the future. There might be more than one spooky game at midnight. I might have to do multiple spooky games. And there might be a game with a little volume included that was very not audible the first time around. Okay. And there might be ones to make that game less pleasant in other ways. Okay. I'm just going to say that's out sure. there. And there might be cosplay. There is cosplay. Yeah, Yusuf Islam is going to make an appearance during the stream. And... We might see a surprise visit from the hero of Tooth Invaders. Okay. If you don't know what that looks like... Dr. Teeth is going to show up from the Muppets. You should do a Google I, search I, I, for I, Tooth Invaders. That might show up. Okay. Yeah. On the on a uh, random happiness note for me... Um, I posted, I told Dan about this, but uh, apparently Ewan McGregor is in talks to reprise his role as Obi-Wan Kenobi for a new Disney uh, series on Disney Plus. As as people who have lambasted the prequels, I'll, I'll use the light, light, a lighter term, um, <clears throat> he was probably one of the better parts of that shitstorm of the three movies. Oh yeah, he's, he's one of those actors where... What was that? The movie where they're all clones for oh the island. Yeah, the that island movie's super entertaining. But man, that is a trash plot, and you're definitely like, oh yeah, this is a Michael Bay movie. But, but at the same time, it's like you and McGregor. He's fucking awesome. Oh, yeah. He's charming. Yeah, he dragged Scarlett Johansson through that thing, kicking and screaming. I mean, there are certain actors when they're on screen. It's like I don't care how shitty this is. Let's keep it going. It just like I said, I want my. In between prequel trilogy and original trilogy, Adventures of Obi-Wan Kenobi, doing I don't know what, if he's stuck on Tatooine or if maybe he gets off planet occasionally. Maybe he goes on vacation from time to time. Or it's just him in kind of a uh, Attenborough type of role of watching the nature around him of sand people. That's how he knows they walk single file to hide their numbers. Obi-Wan Kenobi a la Kung Fu, the series. Oh, he's just wandering from town uh-huh. to town. On Tatooine? <laughs> sure. I'd watch that. Yeah, like I, I, like I said, that was I was hearing that, I'm like, that's cool. I like... The very beginning of the series starts with him as a kid in the Jedi Temple, learning, like going through a trial yeah, or something, and then fast forward. Appearances. Yeah, like, you know. Oh, fucking get Liam Neeson show up for a minute. There we go. How about that? He's dead. What about his Force ghost? I thought you were going to say, what about his foreskin? <laughs> <laughs> what about his foreskin? <laughs> not his, I'm not um, talking about Liam Neeson's giant wang here. I'm talking about Liam Neeson's character, Chin, from the Star Wars universe. <laughs> what about his foreskin? <laughs> what about it? 
make a blanket out of that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've got one other bit of good news. All right. Another positive thing. There are a lot of game charities that do some real cool things. Extra Life being one. Sure. GDQ being another that does good. Uh-huh. ESA did some real good stuff. So how about that GDQ event that's this week? Uh, TwitchCon, is that this week? Or no, that's that's up in like October. Okay. What's going on this week, Kevin? See, here's the one thing I hate is they are putting out like zero word of it. Starting tomorrow uh-huh. through Thursday, Frame Fatales. Okay. It's part of the... They're only calling it like a... a what did they call it? Hot like fix. A, hot fix, yeah. But Frame Fatales, all women speedrunners. A lot of real cool looking games on the list. There'll be the the normal ones like, you know, Metroid or Super Metroid. There's some randomizers. Got some Final Fantasy 2 to start it off tomorrow. Let's see. Octopath shows up. Pokemon Snap at the end of Sunday. Cool. Silent Hill 2 and 3. Ape Escape. Super Metroid. Some Sonic Block. <clears throat> Resident Evil. And then a Final Fantasy randomizer to end it. Also... Or no, Fatal Frame to end it. Also, they're going to Fallen Fantasy Legend 2, which is one I don't think I've ever seen at a GDQ. And Mystic Quest will show up too. Mystic Quest. And there'll be some weird ones, like Pickle Wars Episode 1, Invasion of the... And then it cuts off right there, I can't see what it says. It's Pickle Wars Episode 1, Invasion of the Pickles? Phantom Dill. Attack... Of bread, the gherkins. And butter. Guns and bread and butter. Attack of the gherkins. Cool. Check it out. It'll be on their Twitch channel, I'm sure, right? The GDQ Twitch channel. Yep. So, cool. Also, they've been doing Final Fantasy uh, Free Enterprise uh, tournament right now off of the... You could usually find it on the RPG Limit Break channel. Mm-hmm. Also, they have a dedicated uh, Free Enterprise channel. They have bonus games, too, listed on that list as well, Kevin. I believe Zelda 2 is on there. Uh, there's Octopath is listed on there. Earthbound is listed. Child of Light's on The original Final Fantasy. No, these are bonus games, I, I oh. believe. There's a tab on there, uh, their spreadsheet that has oh. backup slash bonus. So I'm wondering if things go fast. 120 shines on Super Mario Sunshine. Oh, man. Estimate time, only a little over 200 minutes. minutes. Yes, that's three and a half hours. Ooh, Earthbound glitchless. Any percent? No manipulation. 270 minutes of Earthbound. That's cool. Um, all right, Kevin, what are you going to play this week? Anything new? I want to finish Break the Game. Okay. I really want to finish Cross Code. Sure, yeah. I want it to end. Yeah. It's a good game, just fucking... Let me finish it. Go home, Cross Code. You're drunk. Just go home. I'm not drunk right now. No, Cross Code's drunk. I'll end up drunk playing drunk that game, because it's like, i got to find some way to kill the pain. Yeah. Such a good game. It shouldn't have been this long. Kill the pain. Dan. Kill the pain. You play anything new this week? Other than what you mentioned during this? Not really. Probably play Remnant for the most of the week. Cool. I'm, out of, I'm pretty out of uh, No Man's Sky. Yeah, you're done, done. Unless done, I see something very different. I got my fill of craft and stuff. If you see something, say something. Oh, no I forgot. This guy's suspicious. Forgot something else I want to play a lot of this week. Valve Index. Kevin, well, you I, want to play. I've got, yeah, I've got uh, bad news. VR store is closed for now. No, because I bought a bunch of games in anticipation. VR store is closed you for can't. now. 
No, just virtual reality is closed. The virtual space is you off limits. To to but the real reality it's sucks. Under construction, Kevin. Just like all our freeways around here. Supposedly, new lanes are opening down in Tacoma. Woo! Sure. How often do you get down to Tacoma these days? Too often. That's a, that's unfortunate. Well, the so what's really sad? I want Tacoma be good through I five because uh-huh. good Jamaican place out in Ocean Shores is supposed to be moving to Lakewood. That's right. You mentioned that. And that's only like twenty minutes away in theory. In theory, twenty minutes if I five didn't fucking suck. Plus, also, if I ever want to go out to the coast or something, like, in theory, from my place, if I leave really early in the in the morning on a weekend, I could get out to Ocean Shores in, like, considering my speed I usually drive and how few cops are out on, like, 101 slash 8 slash 12, I could get out there in, like, an hour 45. I could get back in, like, an hour 45. Problem is, I can't be, like, through Tacoma... When people are awake. Fuck Tacoma. I'm going to play more Fire Emblem. That's my goal this week. I'm going to probably get maybe to the time skip. Who knows? We'll see how things progress. And on that note, thank you, gentlemen. It's always a pleasure. Let's see how this week progresses. Yeah, we're going to definitely see how this week progresses. Be good to each other. Yes. It's As Pat Oswald says, it's chaos. Be kind. Except to fascists. Except to fascists. Yeah. Just fuck them. That's why. I end all my streams by telling people be good to each other. That's good. Be the kindness you want. There you go. Be the ball. That was what Chevy Chase's character said in Caddyshack. Well, you know what they said about the ball also in another movie? What? Why don't you go home? Oh. Go in the hole. It's your home. We're both about golf. Just tap it in. Tap it in. Tap it in. Tap it in. Just what tap we, it What do we say to the Lord of Death? Today. Oh. Please. What? Damn. Do you hear <laughs> Do you hear about the two cowboys out in the prairie dying of hunger, completely hopeless? And one of them looks on the horizon and sees a tree covered with bacon. Bacon all over and he's like, It's a bacon tree and he runs. He's like, I'll grab bacon for both of us because his other friend you know he's not going to make it. He runs and as he approaches, gets shot by a bunch of people and goes, that's not a bacon tree, that's a ham bush. That's masterful storytelling right there. We're done. Goodbye. It's a ham bush. Can't do it. I'm out of here. I have to go now. Goodbye. I must return to my home planet.